0: Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Ready? Hello and welcome back to MCMF. The comic book podcast, where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books by making my friends read those comics. My name is Marcus, Mister Summers. If you're nasty, joining me here on episode forty-five, back like Jordan,
1: back like Eric Bischoff in two (laughs) thousand two. It's your boy. That's right. I didn't
0: realize you hadn't been on in that many episodes. I was like, like...
1: it's it's been a minute. It's been (laughs) a hot minute. I said, what the. Fuck! <laughs> uh, worth it, though, because there have been some, some heat in the meantime. Yeah. You dropped some good shit. I appreciate it. Both those Flash pages whipped ass.
0: Thank you. I'm very proud of those. The next one yeah. of those, small spoilers, tie into what we're talking about today.
1: It's is- going to be great. <laughs> that- Marcus is once again falling on the sword to talk about something that's ass. <laughs>
0: I've had to, you know what this means. I've had to read this story twice now. You know how fucked that is.
1: You are <laughs> braver than the troops, because I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, oh man!
0: But not, we are talking today about Nightwing leaping into the light, the uh, soft relaunch of the title under uh, under the Infinite Frontier banner by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. This. This whole run of comics, this is the present run of Nightwing. Like, if you go and you start now, it's continuing from this. This run is so good. It is incredible.
1: I I mean, I'm pretty sure anyone who's been listening to this podcast knew from from the, the jump. Cause uh, when Will was on, y'all were talking about Red Hood Outlaws. Me, you, and Will have—we're we're all very attached to one of the Robins. You're you're very attached to Tim. Will's very attached to Jason. I'm incredibly attached to the Dick. Pause. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Click so crazy. a, yeah, yeah. So a, I think it's great that I'm finally on here to talk about. Um, my my boy, the 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 triangle is complete, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, this comic firmly establishes that Dick is the guy. He is
0: the guy. He is
1: Dick have... is the man. Holy shit! Like, like he is the most back anyone's ever been <laughs> in comic books. <laughs> like so he. So fucking he... Back. It is like like from from the first page. It's uh, like I've from the always cover. from the like cover. we've like we've talked even prior to this podcast about how like I, I've always said Dick Grayson is the most important person in DC Comics. Yes, like, he he is the center of DC Comics. Everyone has worked with him. Everyone fucking loves him. He's, he's Batman's he's, son. And he's, he's Superman's best friend. Like, like, Superman
0: loves him, he's Batman's son, and his best, one of his like three closest friends in the world is Wonder Woman's sister.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> you, you would have, you wouldn't walk two blocks in any DC city without running into a superhero who fucking loves Dick Grayson.
0: He is your favorite superhero's favorite superhero.
1: Yes, he is the guy, and if anyone has ever doubted that, this this first run slaps me in the face. Like, no, he's the fucking man. Alright? Like Dick Grayson is the guy. He is DC Comics. And uh, so if you can't tell, dear listener, I love the shit out of this. This was a great little run of issues that we're gonna talk about. So buckle up, because I'm gonna be gushing. Like a motherfucker this entire time. Like no notes, just I had a blast reading uh, reading these these comics.
0: Yeah, this is issue seventy eight through eighty two of uh, of the current run of Nightwing. Um, I, I want to take a second and say, if you think hey, comics are hard to get into, if you like Nightwing, you can reasonably. Start at issue one of this of Nightwing twenty sixteen Nightwing Rebirth. Read Mm -hmm. to about issue fifty. Skip all that shit. Jump to issue seventy seven.
1: Yeah, just yeah, just just (laughs) just pretend that shit didn't happen um, because it didn't. Because this book treats it
0: like it didn't happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like just that was just uh, an unfortunate detour. But we we don't gotta talk about it. That row is painted over. All right, way. that you know high how... rise has been demolished. There's a Starbucks there now. It's all good. It's crazy.
0: You know how when you tell somebody when someone says, "Oh, I've never seen Parks and Rec," most people say, "Ah, oh, you can skip season one."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you miss nothing by just going straight to season two and watching it from there. Um, but yeah, because because when when you mentioned um, what we're gonna read. My first thought was like, because I I haven't kept up too much with Nightwing because of the Rick Grayson shit kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right. Um, I mean, I know what he's up to now, like currently, like I know about him basically running the Justice League with the Titans. Yeah. Um, so, but I didn't know that that um, that all of that was a part of Tom Taylor's run.
0: Right, yeah, this is all Um, one consistent thing.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) Tom Taylor, that motherfucker, what a guy. (laughs) What a guy. Jesus. He he writes everyone so good here. Yeah. Uh, Like. uh,
0: We might as well jump in. Uh, So this is issue 78, uh, which opens in a flashback at Gotham Heights Park. Uh, This is a flashback to what's got to be like 10, maybe 15 years back.
1: Yeah, Uh, something like that.
0: And we see a group of bullies pushing a dude down into the snow. And a young, a young redheaded girl runs up to them and says, hey, leave him alone. And we're introduced to Shelton Lyle, the leader of this group, who says, uh, you got a problem, girl? Uh. And Dick in the present narrates over this and says, he came with he came for money. His dad owned an insurance company re, re, uh, renowned for not paying out. People paid for a safety net. Then Shelton's dad took that net away when they needed it most. He had it all and expected to always get his way because of what he had. And now a second voice yells, hey. And Lyle turns and says, seriously, you really want to butt in? Dot, dot, dot. Dot dot dot
1: dick. And there's Dim Grayson in the in that fucking Timberland colored parka.
0: <laughs> he's got a yellow, he's sitting here in a white yellow <laughs> a It's like a high vis vest.
1: <laughs> it's like um oh, dressed like he's going running past midnight. Good lord. <laughs> so funny. Uh,
0: and I think this is because they wanted to invoke the the cape?
1: Oh, that's a good call. I, I didn't even put that together. But yeah, that's definitely Kate, Robin cape colored.
0: Mm-hmm. He's also got on blue, <laughs>
1: blue Timberland boots.
0: Man,
1: dressed like L.A. Knight.
0: <laughs> he basically says, let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, man.
0: He says, look, after Tony Zuko killed my parents, there wasn't much left that could hurt me. And let's face it, you need thick skin to go through life, named Dick.
1: You sure do, buddy. You uh, sure do.
0: Shelton was used, was raised to believe hurting people was something to aspire to. And he says, "Yeah, I know who you are. I caught your last act at the circus. Best thing I've ever seen. The flying graces. kill
1: Bill sirens. <laughs> Guess
0: they couldn't fly after all. <laughs> Man, what?"
1: The way Barbara is looking at this dude...
0: Yeah, I, I, we should add that this is the red-headed girl we are talking about is Barbara Gordon.
1: Yeah, and oh my god. Like, if you would have told me that in the next scene she whips out the hammer on him, I'd believe you. <laughs> because she is pissed. Like, dude, Dick is mad, she is pissed. She is
0: furious. Here's the thing, you think that Jim Gordon isn't sending his daughter with a fucking Saturday night special...
1: Yeah, she has a six shooter in her purse.
0: (laughs) That backpack do not hold much, but it holds enough.
1: That's right. It holds six. That's all you need.
0: (laughs) Dick tells him, walk away. Leave the kid alone. He looks it. he leans in and says, Are you stupid? He talks to him like a Reddit thread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's a YouTube comment in a suit. (laughs)
0: He's like, Are you stupid? He says, I could count at least. I assume you can't. Otherwise, you know that you got three on one here, and that's pretty pathetic. <laughs> Dick talks like The Rock. He really is the late <laughs> night. He said, I can tell that that is absolutely pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> he's just
1: running this dude down. Oh, man.
0: Uh, and so Sheldon d- jumps in with a fucking, he tries to Terry Bogart him. He dresses, yeah, he's with a, with a, he <laughs> a tries full a burn screen knuckle.
1: burn knuckle. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and Dick ducks and then pops back up and headbutts his teeth out.
1: Like fucking Balrog, just hits <laughs> him with just a wake up headbutt.
0: <laughs> and then he dives in at Shelton's friends like fucking Wolverine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is like this. This panel is like such. A fun dynamic of, like, Tim and Babs, uh, Tim, Dick Dick and Babs. Babs, This sets uh, what their dynamic
0: is forever.
1: Pretty much. Just, just, just down for it. Just ready to just, like, jump into the shit. Yeah, Yeah, especially when he's going, I'm going. Yeah, like, especially if the other one is involved, like, uh, but hilarious. He's, he's diving off the top rope at, on these bullies. <laughs> it's so fucking great.
0: He gets so high off the ground from standing flat-footed. I don't know how he did this.
1: <laughs> Look, it's an acrobat trainer. He got, he got them strong ankles.
0: Uh, and so the cops show up, GCPD, and Shelton says, Cops, oh, you're in so much trouble. My dad owns the police. And Barbara smirks and says, You think they listen to you over me? What do you think? Dad and Jim is standing right behind her like her fucking stand.
1: Just like pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> Mustache so
0: crazy.
1: Like glasses hot, just just <laughs> mad as hell.
0: Like it is a cold day in Gotham Heights. Jim Gordon's glasses are completely fogged over. <laughs>
1: oh man if he if he wasn't the fucking commissioner he'd be beating this kid's ass for even raising a fist at his kid
0: (laughs) he'd be stomping this kid out and daring someone to do something about it
1: yeah Uh, oh man so great he
0: drives Dick back to Wayne Manor uh and (laughs) Dick narrates he says I was supposed to keep a low profile being driven home by police could not be called low profile uh Barbara's like, whoa, you live in a castle? He says, no. Kinda. Do you have a dragon in a moat? No. Do your dishes spontaneously break into musical numbers? No.
1: <laughs> She's just cooking him for no reason. <laughs> they just fall some bullies together. She's like, your house is big as shit. Why?
0: <laughs> Dick Grayson lives in a huge house. Is
1: he stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, your house is big. Are you dumb as shit?
0: Uh, she says, hey, it's nice to meet you, Dick. If you ever get locked in the tower and need to be rescued, just send your fairy godmother to find me.
1: That is their dynamic for this entire run. <laughs> I just love just it. her giving their, him shit.
0: I love this is their first meeting ever.
1: It's so this. good. It's like, it's oh yeah, amazing. these two are going
0: to fall madly in love in their
1: yeah, late teens or they're doomed. <laughs> they, they've been doomed from the start. Red String of Fate, all that.
0: Uh, and Dick says, I knew Bruce was going to be angry, but Bruce wasn't in. Uh, and so Alfred is the one who greets him. Also, Jim's not even commissioner yet. He's still Detective Gordon. He's not even, you know, like, Lieutenant Gordon yet.
1: Oh, yeah, he, uh, he's just a man. Like, yeah. Sidebar, I, I fucking love Jim Gordon. I fucking love Jim Gordon so much.
0: Listen, I know that there's just... a lot of, like, dialogue about, like, cops and media. There are three fictional cops. Four fictional cops that I am not going to hear any takes about one way or the other. I, I'm huh. not going to hear it. It's Jim Gordon. It's uh, Maggie Sawyer. It's Dan the Man Turpin. And Renee Montoya. I don't want to hear it. I I know. Oh, copaganda, whatever. Fuck all that.
1: Look, copaganda works if the cop is Jim Gordon. That's take, all I'm take saying. Take a
0: copaganda at, at Inspector Sawyer. <laughs>
1: Oh, Oh my God! Oh man! Fantastic!
0: Uh, and so Dick just starts washing dishes, and Alfred's like, "I was doing that. <laughs> you can try if you want." He says, "You you do know this is my job, right? Sure. You know I'm never gonna be cool with that. I, like, I just want to help, man. I, like, I know you seem to live by that. You fought three students, so like they were beating a kid up. What was I gonna do?" He says. Master Bruce may feel you should only be a hero while wearing a costume, but I'm glad Dick Grayson steps up when someone is needed. It takes a different hero to help without a mask. Remember that.
1: Yep, yeah, that's a, that's an important note that will come up later.
0: Uh, I love the fucking next page, which is just a beautiful splash of Bloodhaven with Dick diving off of like a crane
1: there is so many really good splashes. Bruno like Donno
0: puts his whole fucking foot into this. The
1: the the splash in the next issue, I I just looked at it for like a solid 20 minutes with my mouth open because it's so fucking good. I want a print of that splash hang on my wall. It is incredible. So good.
0: The next page opens with a three-legged dog being chased by students from Bloodhaven College, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they. Oh yeah, they're wearing letter jackets. They were letter jackets. Oh. They
0: BC on them, so I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, and they just start fucking. They're chasing this dog with rocks. They kick her, uh, and we see Nightwing's boots come into frame. He says, "You know, I usually open with something disarming and witty, but then I'm not usually this disgusted." They're like we're just having some fun man this is your idea of fun is torturing small animals you need to broaden your horizons people find something less destructive maybe catch a movie take up ice skating and the guy goes oh, i guess fun's over then and pulls a gun
1: on the dog <laughs> he pulls the blicky out and the panel of the dog is so hilarious he's just like she's just like this is crazy <laughs> I'm a three-legged dog. Why are you about to bust one in between my eyes?
0: Uh, And Dick says, I'm not letting you shoot a puppy in the head. And with or without amnesia. Oh, no, he says, I'm not letting you shoot a puppy in the head. In my experience, the next thing you know, the dog will have lost its memory and be driving a cab. And with or without amnesia, a dog shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car.
1: (laughs) Should we talk Uh, about
0: it? uh, Do we have to? I mean, I can gloss over it. So, in Just... the 25 issues preceding this, Dick uh, lost his memory after being shot by the KG Beast and was briefly a cab driver named Rick. Um, it wasn't fun. The only it was good not thing, a good time. The only good thing to come out of it, there are two good things, and it was uh, Beatrice, his girlfriend, who I think is great, uh, and Hutch
1: who Hutch, Hutch, Hutch is pretty good Hutch like just Hutch.
0: stands around and looks like powerhouse Hobbs all the time <laughs> we should <laughs> draw him in the god
1: he really does look like powerhouse Hobbs holy shit draw him in the Fuck. fur coat and the overalls god yeah damn he does look like powerhouse Hobbs holy shit uh <laughs> I'm looking me- at that like image of him with that like that, that yellow towel around his neck yes. yeah that's, that's, that's Powerhouse Hobbs, Hobbs. <laughs> holy shit that's incredible. Goddamn.
0: The I Break Backs t-shirt.
1: <laughs> just just those like big ass overalls with like the boots.
0: When when Hobbs was showing up, there's an episode of Dynamite that is burning in my brain. It was they were doing the 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 Beach Break episode, but it was in like Cleveland in February. And to mm-hmm. hype it, fucking Team Taz are standing on like on like the banks of Lake Erie, where and he
1: just, he's just the, like in the overalls with like yes. like
0: like fur coat <laughs> and <in> overalls. <laughs> like what is he doing?
1: He's being the best. That's what he's doing. I miss Team Taz. Like sorry to to get into wrestling so early, but I miss Team Taz so uh, goddamn much.
0: Tony Khan
1: is currently Tony Khan for will his pay crimes. for his crimes. I would That's say right.
0: he's currently paying for his crimes. <laughs>
1: He is going through it. That man almost got his ass beat in Wembley apparently. But this is not the podcast for that.
0: Uh no, this is not a wrestling podcast, despite yet. what our diatomics might no imply. <laughs> not, yes. until, not until I make somebody do the WWE comics. That's how you know oh, that's how you know that I'm breaking the glass because we have nothing else is
1: we god. do
0: an episode of those. Um,
1: <laughs> that will be fun that would be fun as shit though. Uh, Need to get Gary for that just for the fuck of it.
0: Oh god. That's gonna be that's the chaos episode where everybody's <laughs> chiming in from different time zones. <laughs> uh I get both Jakes for that.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just have ten people on one call. Oh my god.
0: Uh so Dick reaches out to the dog. He says, "Hey, it's okay. I'm not gonna hurt." And she bites his hand. And goes ah! <laughs> and he says, "Right, vet for you, doctor for me." And he takes off with his uh, with his grappling hook from his <laughs> from his stick.
1: Also, I love how um, a recurring thing that happens is whenever Dick is using a gadget. It's drawn, like, I don't know <laughs> like, how else how to describe it, like instructions for, like, doing a thing. Just, like, <laughs> still images of, 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 like, like step one, step two, it's drawn step like three, step guidelines. four. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's so great. It's a great little bit that happens a lot, and it, it popped me every time I saw it.
0: Uh, under a bridge, uh, we get the silhouette of Nightwing's longtime archenemy blockbuster.
1: A.k.a. his tombstone.
0: Yes, he is absolutely like Gotham Tombstone. That's 100% yeah. his character. Um, and he says, or Dick says, I've always disliked bullies, and this city is run by them. I used to stand up to Blockbuster and all the other criminals, but I went away and they got worse. And Blockbuster says, I am not happy, Mr. Mayor. And the mayor walks up. I do have office hours rolling and in office. Meeting at night under a bridge feels like a certain way to attract trolls. And the fucking, the police commissioner is sitting here with a, uh, a briefcase full of spreadsheets.
1: (laughs) Just, 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 just like, like actual data. Like, yeah, like business is bad, folks. Like, look here. Uh,
0: Blackbuster says, a number of my operations have stagnated, Mr. Mayor. And, uh, the city, the council president leans in and says, you've spreadsheets? Really putting the organized and organized crime there. He says, don't pretend to be shocked by a well-run operation, Miss Council President. I know who you are. I know where you've come from. And the mayor says, this is your business, Blockbuster. What do you expect me to do? I expect you to do as you were told, but you failed me. Are we just here so you can intimidate me? No. And he reaches out with his massive hand, <laughs> and he moves Fucking- his entire head.
1: He fucking command grabs the mayor <laughs> of just one big ass hand over his entire head. He said, I'm not gonna uh,
0: sugarcoat this
1: and hit down forward Y. He hits him with the fucking like like he grabs some like Potemkin wood in Guilty Gear. Just one just like one hand around the whole head, like 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 this is what the great Kali did to I was gonna say, Mysterio. He fucking squishes his head like a grape. <laughs> he, he just like, <laughs> like, I can't think of a more disrespectful way to die. Like, like another grown man grabbing your whole head and just crushing it. Have like, you
0: ever seen the clip of the great Kali squishing Ray Mysterio's head until he bleeds out of his mouth when he squishes his fucking head like a grape? <laughs> He, that's exactly what he does here, but he does it with one
1: hand. Fucking, it is, it, it is hilarious, but also extremely <laughs> fucked up. It's like gorilla
0: brutality.
1: Because like when he uh, when he grabs the guy's head, there's a uh, a panel where he breaks the mayor's glasses, and so the mayor has time to realize, oh shit. Yeah, he I'm, says, I'm what about to you? get got and
0: Blockbuster picks him up with one hand and says you're here so I can make an example of you mm, crack just and he's he, the police commissioner then hands him like a
1: he's like, hands him a fucking napkin
0: like a like prepared rag and he says the mayor's body won't be found as council president you are next in line Melinda your job is to serve this city I am this city, do you understand? Of course, I've spoken to your father. He's a killer, but he's not a liar. I understand the two of you are estranged. Nevertheless, Tony spoke highly of you. Congratulations, Mayor Zuko.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: I, I didn't know about this when I read it. So Me my neither.
1: Fucking, my I shat rocked. myself. I said <laughs> I was no like, oh. fucking way. Le- legitimate the, pop. I was like,
0: what? If you don't know, Tony Zuko is the mobster who had the Flying Graysons killed. He has been a persistent piece of Batman lore for 80 years. And so the premise that the mayor of Bloodhaven is Dick, or is Tony Zuko's daughter provides an uniquely interesting like wrinkle
1: to this, this story. This is when I knew that this shit was going to be at all time. This is when I knew like, oh, they're not fucking around. They yeah. are really bringing it home. They are bringing it back. Uh, that's fantastic. Like, the, the the best thing you could have done after showing a man kill another man by grabbing his head with one hand and just like popping it open like a Kinder Egg. Oh man, fantastic. Good he shit. Pop, he also, like Blockbuster is scary as shit. That's a bad man. That is a bad dude. Like. <laughs> That dude is I, Ron. That, that's Ron Perlman, all right? Yes. Just, just big, ugly, and, like, we'll fuck you up at a moment's notice.
0: Just just absolutely break your fucking back, make you humble, old country.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, next page, Dick is walking down his street with a little dog carrier. It's a six stitches and a vet bill that hurts more than the bite. but I'm heading home. Uh, this whole apartment block is mine. I bought it years ago when I had Wayne money, but that's long gone. <laughs> By the way... The Waits have no money. Um Yeah,
1: they're broken shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got tapped they have, out.
0: They have no fucking money. Um Bruce got fucking got by the Joker. And now they have to
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joker War. Joker God War damn. is fully unhinged. <laughs> Just bananas. Fully bananas.
0: Uh and so Dick says, I run it, he says I'm running out of cash and I don't even want to think about putting the rent up. And then he looks up and he can see the light on it in his apartment. He goes, something's, something's wrong. Someone's in my apartment. And he dives in in full costume. He says, Whoever's in here, I'm not giving him a chance to react. Gotta go in fast. Catch him by, huh? And he gets grabbed by the arm and judo flipped across the room uh, to find Barbara Gordon standing there. Also, Barbara, if you didn't know, Barbara has like experimental tech that lets her fucking walk around some more now.
1: Yeah, on one hand, I I'm still not sure if I like that she's out of the chair. On the other hand, she is so fine in this panel. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so goddamn good Barbara in this book. <laughs>
0: and um George Jimenez are like in love with Barbara.
1: Me too, because, my <laughs> God. They, like, there there are some shots of, like, just her. And it's just like... I, like... I, like, who do you know in real life that looks like this? And why did you just say, like, that's how Barbara Gordon's going to look? Who did you know,
0: do you know that looks this fucking good all the time?
1: Like, like Barbara is... Like, it is ridiculous how... I cannot, like, undersell how good they they make Barbara look, at every possible point in this book. Like, it's it's like they want you to know <laughs> that, like, they like it. They want you to know that, like, oh yeah, this is this is Dick's woman. This is this woman. Like, like, goddamn. Do
0: not be surprised in a few pages. Uh, basically. Yeah,
1: like, like it, it is. It's it just instantly, minute one, oh, yeah, I know where this is going.
0: Yeah. Uh, she says, if you're going to operate as a superhero out of an apartment, you need better security. She says, I have a cutting-edge security system. Anyone can walk right in here with years of trespassing skills and advanced defense disabling technology. Did you come to Bloodhaven to point out my shortcomings? No, it's an added bonus. There's something I need to share with. And she, The dog barks. She goes, we're three stories up. Yes. <laughs> Does Bloodhaven have... Flying dogs? I mean it wouldn't be the weirdest thing. Uh he reaches out onto the, the fire escape and grabs the dog. And Barbara's emotion here is like she, her reaction is just a heart emoji.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so cute.
0: Like she says heart exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. Uh and she says, What's her name? He says, Well she's going to the pound tomorrow. Her new next owners will kill her name. And she goes, ha, sure, you're so well-known for turning your back on innocent creatures in need. The second she came through that window, this became her forever home. (laughs) Just except you have a fur baby now, Dick Grayson. He says, Babs, why are you here? She says, well, as Oracle, I was chosen to be the executor of Alfred's will. And he takes off his mask and rubs the bridge of his nose, sighs, right. Says, you missed the reading you were he says I was someone else yeah dick you should take a seat this is well it's gonna be a lot and she hands him her laptop and he looks he says i i don't understand i'm not surprised it's a whole lot of zeros he was he was why would a billionaire make my make me sandwiches and do my washing he says for the same reason a billionaire would fight crime in Gotham it's what he wanted to do this may explain it better, I haven't opened it she hands him a, a letter from Alfred and it
1: says oof, heavy. This, is, this shit is heavy uh, Yeah, it's like it's like if you have, I feel like even if you don't have like a ton of history with the bad family and just know like the basics it's still like pretty heavy but if you like fuck with the bad family oof yeah He says- This this is like Spider-Man blue territory sadness in a good way. It's really
0: good. Um, uh, The letter reads, Master Grayson, please don't be alarmed. I didn't foresee my own death. Given our line of work, I write one of these every year. It seems prudent. I'm sure the fortune I'm leaving to you comes something as a shock. As Master Wayne's legal guardian, I was given a large amount of Wayne industry stock. I was also given a ludicrous amount of wealth I had no need for. I invested much of this wisely and ethically and had planned to find a place where it would do the most good. In fact, I plan to come to you for advice. Like Bruce, your mind is astonishing. You can think, of, think in ways no one else can. You're a problem solver and this world is full of problems. I couldn't think of better hands to leave this fortune in. I believe you will see this not as a personal gain but as an opportunity. Because I believe in Dick Grayson. I believe in the boy who always stepped up when someone is in need. I believe in the man who just wants to help. Without wanting to apply too much pressure, I believe you can be one of the greatest forces for good this world has ever seen. Whether you choose Whatever you choose to do, please know I'm exceedingly proud of you. Proud of your heart, proud of your compassion, proud of your humor, your optimism, your strength in the face of everything that confronts you. And above all, though we rarely say it aloud, I am so very proud to call you my son.
1: Man. And
0: Dick is holding Barbara's <laughs> hand and shedding a single tear.
1: Shit, me too. <laughs> oh, that hurt when I read it. I, I it's it's a, such a beautiful encapsulation of um, Alfred and, and Dick's relationship, but man. And if you're wondering like, "Well, what happened to Alfred?" Um Bane.
0: Bane <laughs> violently murdered him.
1: Bane happened. Period. That's that's all you need to know. Oh, man. Uh,
0: I feel like the reaction to Alfred dying, like even now years later, cuz it happened in like 2019, 2020.
1: Yeah. It's been, it's been a, a while.
0: Been a while. It's very weird because I feel like so much of the comic space is people who want these stories to have stakes, these stories to move forward and to not always like wind up back in the same place who at the same time are like, Oh, why would you ever kill Alfred? It's like, do you want,
1: yeah, what do you, yeah. Like... Do you want
0: these things to change or not? Because Alfred dying and then the Wayne's losing all of their fucking money. Um, I think those are, like, meaningful changes to the status quo that move the characters forward, whether or not we like them. We can't ask for these things to change, but for them to only change in ways where nothing bad ever happens.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, different company, different character, but it's it's the same shit you've always talked about with Spider-Man. Like, what do you want Spider-Man to be, like... Because if you want Spider Man's stories as we know them and you want him to be in a spot where he's successful and he's settled down, he has children, well guess what? That what that's not what sells comics really. Like and like, not in a not to say that we should never do that, but like historically, those types of comics do not always sell because people don't want to see that. Ultimately, yeah. they want to just see Peter struggling Absolutely
0: fucking bad guys.
1: Yeah. And that's it. Like when we did have a successful run where Peter was like in a good spot, had a lot of money, was doing this thing. The, the first chance they got, they took it off from him. And look where we are now. Like he's back, like he's back in like his brand new day era and no one's really stoked on it. So, right. so I, I, I'm i glad that Alfred's death, as while I'm sure it was one of the most shocking things they could have done at the time, I'm glad that, that they haven't reneged on it and yeah, like have like, made it there'll be mean stories, something.
0: They'll do stories where it seems like, Hey, someone is trying to resurrect Alfred. And every time it's like, this is fucked up. Why are you doing this? Like that?
1: Yeah. Like, but yeah, but, but, um, to get back to, to Nightwing. Yeah. That, that, that letter is really fucking good. Um, and it, it just kind of really, like, like this book is, it does a lot of things for Dick, but, uh, it it really sounds
0: like some people i know
1: you know what (laughs) god what the fuck i was gonna say um god damn damn it marcus Ugh, jesus christ i'm gonna start calling him grayson just just for the rest of this because i will fuck up but yeah but anything but anyway just like this this book does a lot of things for grayson and uh i think the most important thing is showing how um as big of an influence bruce had on him and hell that superman had on him ultimately like a very unspoken thing as has been alfred's impact yeah on on him like alfred has impact on all the all of batman's kids but you know
0: Right, because he was the first. <laughs> Bruce is their dad and Alfred is also their dad.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, like, I, I, I've i always said that, like, Bruce is their father. Alfred's their dad. Yes. That's a good way to like, put it. Yeah. Like, uh, Bruce loves them, but Alfred loves them in a way that Alfred Bruce... Alfred
0: knows how to care for them.
1: Yes. Like, Bruce loves them. Alfred loves them the way they each individually need. To be loved
0: right and that doesn't just go for like the you know dick uh jason tim i'd say that applies to damien that applies to cassandra that applies to fucking duke that applies to yeah lots all of them
1: mm-hmm. like every, every single person who's ever patrolled out with with batman they have a father in alfred Right. Uh, and this was just a nice reminder of, like, he's more, like, he's, we all know he's more than just Batman's butler, but he is much more than just Batman's butler.
0: Yeah. I do want to point out this this page, like, the alley that Dick's apartment looks out into, um, is just constantly under bisexual lighting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> It was like, Bloodhaven's gay. Like, oh, yeah, all right, I guess. <laughs> That's like what we're one doing. One side
0: is always purple, one side is always blue. Uh, meanwhile, on the next page in Upper Bloodhaven, uh, Melinda Zuko returns to her uh, apartment looking very good.
1: For real. Uh,
0: and her bodyguard goes, hey, what happened, Melinda? Well, Blockbuster did what Blockbuster does. It wasn't subtle. Uh, I'm the mayor now. <laughs> like,
1: oh shit. <laughs>
0: uh, her, her, uh, what's the actress that plays, um, she was in, uh, The Walking Dead. Um, uh, she was also in Black Panther. What's her fucking name? Deni,
1: uh, um. Uh, Deny, uh, uh, yeah, I know you're talking yes, about.
0: Yeah. Deny. She, she, uh, she looks like her. Like, I thought for a second... Do you remember the character
1: Onyx? Yes.
0: That's who I, I thought, thought was this was too. for a
1: second. I thought it was Onyx. I had to Google it to, like, to to see if that's who that was, but it's not. But they look alike. Yeah. Like specifically... Very like, similar.
0: Like, Outsiders era. Is she in the Outsiders? I can't remember. But around that period.
1: Bald Baldhead. Mm. Yep, Onyx Adams. But yeah. nope, that is not her. That is just another <laughs> tall, fine black woman who's bald.
0: Shoulders are fucking yard wide.
1: Yeah. Uh and so she she, she... No, actually no. She looks like that one uh, Dora Milaje from <laughs> from the Black Panther movies, who just like who's just always like staring at people. Yes. <laughs> uh Ayo.
0: Yes. Uh, she says, what about Dick Grayson? She says, well, I'm not ready for him yet. You can't wait too long. You might not get another chance. I know. Soon. And the issue ends on a, a Melinda looking at a poster of the Flying Graysons with Dick's face circled ominously.
1: Which yeah, that, 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 can only, that can only mean good things.
0: Yeah. Which brings us to issue 77, which has, or uh, 79, which has One of the fucking coolest covers I've ever seen. Like, I think Bruno Redondo did all of the covers for this. And this cover is incredible. He does so many cool things with color. Uh, He does so many things with like halftones that are just like, I want to live in his art. This cover is so incredible.
1: And I need I need him to be, uh, like like, for like you you're gonna pop for this, but like the way he uses color is it reminded me of Transistor a lot.
0: Yes, yes, and that's that may be why I love it so much. For those yeah, of you that, it's I very guess have,
1: it's very Transistor.
0: Have never heard me yell about it. Transistor is like my favorite game ever.
1: It's incredibly good. It's so good. Like. Uh-huh. Not, not to be a video game podcast for a second. If you haven't played Transistor, it's always on sale. You should play Transistor. You can beat like it in one five day. Times.
0: I beat it twice in a day. The first time I played it, it's yes. it's like a four hour game if you're good.
1: Yeah, it um, is. It, it is great.
0: But yeah, it's very. It looks very much like that. Uh, the first page of issue seventy nine has one of the coolest like uses of the space. Um, I would say the way that this part of how this book shines is the way it's formatted. Um, like the way that these things are definitely like deliberately scripted. Um, he said, uh, it opens with at the very top in the top left corner, because it's broken into these, into these boxes. The top left corner is Dick as part of the flying Grayson's about to do the trapeze act. Um, the second is him as Robin jumping off the side of this building. The third is him in the earliest Nightwing costume, the disco wing suit. The fourth is him in the uh, New 52 costume, the red one. Hitting that and springing off it into his present day uniform.
1: Gorgeous. It's Just, fucking it, it is beautiful. Also, his current suit if it would be it's it's a great suit i wish it had the uh the stripes on the so hands.
0: it gets it later
1: oh thank god mr terrific like the makes blue... him
0: a new suit at, like i think in the volume after this one
1: mr terrific like he makes has, a new
0: suit with the stripes
1: like he has like these like blue like like knuckles on his gloves and they look great but him with the, the stripes like incredible good stuff yeah.
0: So he, he says, I've spent most of my life working without a safety net because I've always had someone to catch me if I fall. My parents, my father. So my parents, it's, a, it's Richard Grayson catching him. Or Richard, John Grayson catching him. Uh, my father, and then it's Bruce, picking him up, saying, on your feet. He says, are you just going to knock me down again? Depends on how fast you learn. My other father... And it's uh, Alfred saying, I take it well, you and Master Bruce are having one of your little tiffs again. He fired me, Alfred. Come, I'll make you something warm and soothing. Alfred, I'm 18 years old. Yes, so I know you, I, so you would think you'd know how to accept my offer with a thank you by now. My friends, and it's him with the Titans, and my brothers, and it's him, uh, him, Tim, uh, Jason, and Damien. Side note: I love Damien's new uniform. The gray and red is so—it's so good. It's so him, I
1: would say. Yeah, like it, but also like it. Tim is not beating the still Robin allegations nope. of nope. with his suit just being the same. Um, that dude is Robin, which isn't 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 a bad thing, but it's just it's just so funny how how much. Like the others have changed, and despite a brief stint as Red Robin, Tim is just like, "No, nah, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with I'm gonna the rock red, the, the the black red, green, the the red, green, and yellow. Yeah,
0: it's me. It's my I had the smarts to wear pants.
1: He did smarts to wear pants. Uh,
0: and so he, he, Dick says, we all need someone to catch us when we fall. Someone who makes us feel safe on a beautiful panel of Barbara holding the dog.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they 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 fucking love barbara in this book <laughs> it is they are in love with her uh, in this book
0: and so barbara says she's out like a light dick says she had a tough day also she ate double her weight in kibble and dick looks at the bowl and says yeah i wonder what that tastes like she says i'm guessing you have not eaten." no are you hungry <laughs> yep uh Come on, I know a place nearby. So they go to a pizza place called Marvin George's. And Dick says, uh, there's a sign in the window that says, two for, uh, two for one. And he says, two slices, please. And the uh, goes, seriously? What? You're a billionaire now. All right. Four slices, please. <laughs> he says, I want to show you something. And he, they walk to this park. He says, Bloodhaven started as a whaling town. This fountain was built back when people could, people in the city believed they could take on the monsters and win. I like that it's still standing. It's a cool ass, like, fountain of a fisherman fighting a giant octopus.
1: Yeah, he's just like fighting a crack with a harpoon. <laughs> it's so sick.
0: And Barbara says, You okay? You seem unusually contemplative. He says, I forgot who I was. says, sure, but you were shot in the head. Don't beat yourself up about it. says, but what did I leave behind? What did I create that kept going when I was gone? What's so heroic about punching bad guys and then waiting to punch more? And she says, Dick. He says, I know. It's an oversimplification. She says, you've saved lives. I'm pretty sure you saved the world more than once. It's not like you have, it's not like you to have confidence issues. I mean, you wear the tightest costume of any of us. (laughs) (laughs) Cook. You are smuggling plums, and we all see it.
1: <laughs> Have you seen your ass in those pants, sir? <laughs> this
0: is me remembering in real time that Tim stated that he wears an armored codpiece.
1: Fuck, he did. Say, God damn it. <laughs> uh, he's so
0: he's
1: he's so fucking funny. Like
0: goddamn. <laughs> says, I just want to do more. And with everything Alfred left me, I guess I can, but I'm not sure where to focus. He says, well, you're one of the world's greatest problem solvers, so I'm sure you work it out. He says, I've always thought Batman could have done more as Bruce Wayne. And she says, well, I'm sure that's an insight he would take well. So, oh, yeah, Bruce loves personal criticism.
1: Normally, I would hate that, that take because I've been experiencing it for like a decade on the internet. Yeah. But considering what... The obvious undertone of this run is, um, after Dick gets the money, and because it's Dick who's saying it, I will let it slide. But like, I know that like somebody uses this panel as a means to get on Twitter and say like the dumbest, most boring Batman takes of all time.
0: Yeah, it neglects that two issues before this, Um, Dick and Bruce help an entire like the prelude to this is. Dick helps a woman who has recently become homeless and tells Bruce about it, so they buy a fucking apartment building and put her and all of her other... Like, all the people she knows who were also homeless. Just gives them free rent in this apartment building that they own.
1: Yeah, like...
0: Like, that's... This is... They are doing the work, guys.
1: Yeah, like, just, I... I, I've been banned from many a TikTok comment section for just saying, "Have you read a comic before?" Whenever someone talked about Batman, and I've been blocked by many people on comic book TikTok. So
0: God, I wish that were me.
1: <sighs> it's bad, man. It's I cannot. Bad I
0: can't stop blocking them all.
1: <laughs> it's like every time you block one, three more with a podcast pop. Yeah, uh, and anyway. not including us because we rule. But
0: yeah, but we yeah. <sighs>
1: yeah we read comics we're your boys we we kind of understand
0: (laughs) and also we're just doing bits fundamentally
1: yeah we're just chilling like I'm not trying to get into like the nature of Bruce Wayne being a billionaire I'm trying to talk about how he sues people sometimes
0: (laughs) how Bruce should give somebody an F5 in the middle
1: of the story yeah Jason Todd should be hitting the Northern Lights criminals
0: feel like I've made this joke before Bruce is absolutely watching Kings Road shit with them and going see this is why yeah. Kawada is the most underrated if you don't think Bruce Wayne is a Kawada guy I don't know what to tell
1: you I'm I'm pretty sure each of the runs has a favorite of the four pillars oh 100% yeah. oh yeah 100% Jason Todd has 100% given somebody an emerald flosion during training <laughs> He has tried to kill Tim at least once with like a spike paw driver. I like like there, there's no I, way.
0: I feel like uh, Tim and Dick really would have been in a, like '90s WCW. I feel like Tim for sure thought about giving somebody an um, uh, an even flow DVD.
1: <laughs> Dick just like watching Billy Kip and tapes, trying to hit a perfect shooting star press. <laughs>
0: It's like, listen, you cannot power bomb Kidman.
1: Well, and uh, he, I, I, yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure yep, yep. he
0: looks like fucking Billy Kidman
1: in one of these. Videos. <laughs> Fuck, he really does. Uh,
0: and so these two guys walk up to them and go, "Hey, excuse me, sorry to bug you, but can you spare some change?" And Dick makes the funniest face. Anyone has ever made the comic?
1: <laughs> there are so many moments where like someone is reacting to a thing, and they make the they have the funniest expression, like ever. And it's usually Babs or Dick, and in this case, it's both. Like, yeah. like Dick looks like <laughs> like someone pulled a knife on him. <laughs> he says, "Hey, whoa! Come on, man! Like whoa, uh, chill."
0: The guy goes, "Yeah, uh, you know, most people don't these days. Thanks anyway." Dick says, "Hey, wait!" Because he gets an idea. There's a little light bulb and a starburst <laughs> behind him. He says, "Let me buy you some food. Lots of food. Whatever else you need." And he goes, "Ah." He says, "Invite friends. I mean, anyone else you know in the area who could do the meal. Don't hold back." And so they go back to Marvin George's, uh, and there's Dick has just bought a bunch of pizza for all these people. Um, you know, they're taking it with him, and he said the guy says, Thanks for this. He says, It's really nothing, Martin. I'm gonna book you and your boy a room at the Blue Haven three seasons. He says, Seriously, it'll be paid up for the month, but I'll check in after that and see what else I can arrange. And then he looks up and says, Oh no, and probably goes, What is it? He says, I think those kids stole my wallet. Don't ever <laughs> tell Batman about this, god. Barbara grins and says, too late, I've already put it in the group chat. And then... <laughs> <just finally> goes, <laughs>
1: ding.
0: And she says, come on! She says, you might want to put that on silent. Cass has no self-control when it comes to emojis.
1: Because <laughs> it's just going... I love... I love that the Bat Kids are, like, so close, like like, implied to be, like, really, really close. In this enough enough to have a group chat between. Bruce all of them. is
0: also in that group
1: chat. That's the funniest God. part of that to me. <laughs> like Bruce is the one who like never reacts, but he just like reacts to everyone's comments.
0: He's just doing like he, thumbs up emojis.
1: He, he drops a gif every like couple weeks.
0: <laughs> he thinks he's me. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and so Martin and his son are walking past. Uh, are are walking past the alley. Or walking through an alley and uh, a voice cries out, uh, that looks like good pizza. He says, oh, hey, you want a slice? Because they're they carrying the boxes with them. Uh, and he says, ah, it's more of a stab than a slice. He says, I don't know what you're... And the, uh, the figure holds a mysterious fucking Bioshock weapon at him.
1: This is the most... Cartoonishly villainous gun I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: This is an outer world's ass pistol.
1: Like this is this is some fallout 4 shit. I was saying, looks like
0: Cosworth.
1: God, it does. Like like someone like melted down Cosworth and made a death pistol from him.
0: Uh, And he tells his son, he says, "Go back to the pizza shop. Stay there." He says, "Dad, just go. I'll be. It'll be okay." He says, and the figure who. God, this dude is so ominous-looking. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> so fucking scary. <laughs> like he's cloaked entirely in shadow, but you see like the reflection of a silver mask on him. He says, "It's not going to be okay." He says, Please, I don't have anything. You have exactly what I want. And fires it <laughs> with a big "shuk" sound that hits him in the chest. It shoots like a pipe out. That shoots hey. him in the chest you had a heart
1: and like you could see the heart in the bottom of the gun like he just like sucked it out with this gun
0: yeah he extracts this man's heart from his chest
1: like this That's fucking so anton chigur cool. ass gun <laughs> this it's, is like the dude from. it's like it's like what if the dude from no Country from old man Was was lived in Bloodhaven. It's this dude.
0: It's a very, like, Agent of Spectre pistol. Like, 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 this was something that Bond would be warned about in, like, Diamonds are Forever.
1: God. But this is just some, just, like, wickedly, cartoonishly evil contraption. Like, yeah, let me just take your heart out real quick. Like, instantly. Like, immediately. Just, well, you had a heart like all right man you are here <laughs> doing the most in blood haven of all places
0: right uh back with Dick and Barbara he is we get a gratuitous dick takes his shirt off shot
1: <laughs> a little something for one, the ladies one one for for uh for the Tumblr people out
0: one one for the folks that's right uh he says there's a micro tracker inside my wallet and Barbara says I can follow it and link up to your earpiece. He says, "You don't want to join me?" She's like, "I got some pretty new technology holding my spine together. I'm happy to do most things—eat pizza in the park, take down low-level thugs—but leaping from rooftop seems unwise." And so she puts a little camera on his micro, on his uh, on his mask. Just here, I wanted to trial this anyway. I'll see what you see. And it's a very sensual pay- panel of her putting his mask on.
1: Yeah, they—they're not even being shy about about these like, two are going to
0: have sex later.
1: Yeah, like they—they, they, this is the most like <laughs> fanfic uh um, panel in this whole run uh, of comics that we read today. But yeah, they're—they're yeah. uh, they're yeah. not shy about 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 these two as an item for sure. Yeah,
0: and I will say. They've been pretty much apart since 2005.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, like it
0: had been a while.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I like, and I don't want to just sound like I'm sure I love it. I love um, Babs and Grayson together. So like, like seeing that the uh, the creative team also loves them together and just like like getting right to it. Um, yeah. to set up this this new run, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Because he's had some interesting love interests. They've also had some pretty out-there love interests since, like, in the intervening time. Like, yeah. in Stephanie's Batgirl run, uh, Gordon tries to set a Barbara up with Detective Nick Gage.
1: Yeah. MDK. All,
0: MDK all fucking day. Detective Nick Gage.
1: <laughs>
0: um, he dictates... Just to run through some of them. Dick dates a woman who looks like Barbara, whose name is Cheyenne. Um, he dates uh the former villain, the Defacer, and then they break up after she has like a pregnancy scare and is like, You're never gonna give up being Nightwing, even if we have a family. And he's like, That's pretty true. Uh, <laughs> he I oh, see, here's the thing, I don't remember a lot of the spy run, which you think I would, right? Given <laughs> <laughs> given my propensity for James Bond shit, uh, but he, I know that he and Huntress are fucking. I don't remember if they're like in a romantic relationship, but I distinctly remember that when DeFacer goes to like apologize and try to make up with him, she sees through his window that he and Huntress are are getting it on. Um,
1: Can you blame him?
0: Listen, they they put some tan on her skin, curled that hair up. I said, "Ah, yes,
1: sir." That's right. <laughs> I, I am a simple man.
0: A, a simple <laughs> kind of man. Um. They uh he. He dated Beatrice as Rick, uh, and then broke up with her because he was like, "Oh, you will be in constant danger because the KGB just came to blow your fucking house up, Um and I can't, I can't let that happen to you." So he breaks up with her and pretends that he just <laughs> his, his excuse is so shitty. He said, "Yeah, man, I have all like the memories of being me Rick, but like I don't have the feelings that were attract, uh, you know, attached to them, which is a lie." <laughs> uh, she dates Jason Bard.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. I dates, missed that. Holy shit.
0: Uh, she dates. Good lord, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> she dates one of Lucius's sons. I think Jace is the one. Whichever one was Batwing. No, that's Luke. He yeah. Batwing. Yeah. She dates him for a while. She has like what seems like a brief fling with Jason Todd, which is disgusting to me personally. Yeah,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: Like it's like implied, and then Jason's like, "Look, we both know I can't be Dick Grayson."
1: I mean, yeah, like Jason Quad. Jason doesn't do squats, so
0: <laughs> no, that dude is skipping like that. That's why he wears jeans.
1: Yep, <laughs> motherfucker goes out to fight crime and wrangle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason Todd shopping for his costume at Walmart. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, these look good. <laughs> he comes home with just Walmart bags. Bruce looks, he says, What the fuck are you doing? So I'm laying low, man. Urban.
1: <laughs>
0: also, I would like to say it here Jason Todd for sure listens to Limp Biscuit.
1: Yeah, of course. Jason Jason Todd is single handed keeping a new
0: yeah, I was say he is subscribing to those new metal playlists on fucking Spotify.
1: Yeah, he gets roasted in the chat because his Spotify wrapped will just have like Mudvayne on it, unironically.
0: <laughs> his number one on his Spotify wrapped every year is fucking Roland, but it's f- <laughs> <laughs> It's not just Roland, it's Roland Urban Assault Vehicle. That's right. The one
1: the one with Method Man on it. Yeah, for uh, some inexplicable reason. But, yeah, this us met the man on this track. No reason.
0: Uh he said, nah, fuck that Undertaker shit. Is that real?
1: Uh Unironically, that that that, that version of rolled that version of Roland's, very good. Like, version Roland's pretty good. It's version fucking good. good. I'm, I can't even hate. That, that's a, that, That's. But here's the thing: this, this, you got a pro Biscuit podcast. Boys. You got to be get that clear. in
0: on fucking Biscuit to know about urban assault
1: vehicle. Yeah, like, like don't <laughs> they, don't like, don't assume that we're shitting on Biscuit. This is this is a pro biscuit podcast. I All once right. a week go. Yeah. How can you not? It's good. He has a great song with just with Method Man. Like, what what do you need to have, to be considered good? Like, if Method Man piss person-
0: Yes. Uh, does it have some Wu-Tang shit in there? I want you guys to know. I have a, a playlist on Spotify titled An Accurate Jason Todd playlist. Uh it contains the following I'd say ten songs in a row. Annie Up by MOP. <laughs> Bring Your Whole Crew by DMX. What's My Name by DMX. Duality and Before I Forget. Sugar by System of a Down. Bat Country by Avenge Sevenfold. <laughs> Listen, He Who Makes a Beast of Himself gets rid of the pain of being a man that is
1: i don't think there's a funnier head cannon than jason todd going <laughs> going game. ape shit by blasting a vent seventh phone in his red helmet that's so fucking hilarious to <laughs> me jason
0: todd holy is the, shit in my head the right age to have played madden 05 and it's imprinted <laughs> heavy shit on that soundtrack.
1: Oh my God! He just, just blasting "Stare at the Sun" by Thrice.
0: <laughs> God, I should have put that on there. I'm looking at it. It's, <laughs> it's got fucking cleaning out my closet and Superman back to back. Oh, Jesus. And oh no no, no. here's he goes cleaning out my closet. Superman, kill you. Because here's the thing, Jason Todd is for sure listening to Eminem and going, Nah, y'all don't get it. Is that real shit right here? Is that real shit? And Stephanie is cooking his ass in the group God.
1: chat. He had to make a secret Reddit account to be an Eminem stand because <laughs> that's that either Babs or Tim would have found it and told everybody. My brothers keep making fun of me for liking Limp Biscuit <laughs> and Eminem. He, he posts in, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for my brother? Because they said they don't like Eminem. Am I the it's asshole like, like for breaking my brother's page. ribs?
0: Because he said to turn <laughs> off cleaning out my closet.
1: Am I the asshole for giving my brother a burning lariat for saying he hated U apps? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, all right, back to back back to business, folks. Um, Babs uh, and Dick are gonna be fucking, um, and he's out on patrol. <laughs> Uh, Dick
0: says, um, or uh, Barbara asks, aside from your credit card, what's even in your wallet? He says, about 30 bucks, some business cards I'll never look at, and a fine collection of old receipts. He is just like me for real. (laughs)
1: I'm looking at my wallet right now and yeah (laughs) (laughs) when I why I I have three different stamp cards from (laughs) like the barbershop I go to
0: (laughs) when I was working at the music store I worked at when this podcast started um you know how many people's fucking business cards I'd get like a week I had them sorted I had them sorted into ones I might actually need and ones that I'm taking to be nice <laughs> because so many guys are like, "Yeah, man, I got a studio in town. Man, you should come check it out. Here's my card." I'm not gonna fucking your fucking studio. Yeah,
1: but right, then it was I'll like,
0: "Hey, man, I'm your rep from Yamaha. Yeah, I need that. I, I will beat <laughs> your number at some point."
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Barbara says, "Right. Well, your pl- your pocket trash collection is approaching on the street below you." And Dick says, "Oh no." He says, "Can you be more specific with your oh no? Can you see who I see? Is that?" Boss Maroni who is one of Another the head cool of one of the uh, blood of the Gotham tri-state area crime families, and
1: uh, they're just pulling out all the big names. Yeah, well, he's, for this they, run.
0: these guys like Maroney, Zuko, they feel very specific to Dick.
1: Yeah, Falcone
0: they do. is the one who feels very specific to Bruce, but all the other like Gotham crime bosses. Feel very specific to to Nightwing. Um, he says, "I don't recognize the woman he's talking to." But besides Blockbuster, Salvatore Moroni is the most powerful criminal in the city. Salvatore Moroni is such a powerful fucking fake Italian name. Like who
1: who played him in Gotham? Because Sal Moroni's in that show, uh, fact but I can't for, I can't remember. Who, but, oh, David you want to hear Zion. something, you don't want to hear something in, in, incredible? Fucking Clancy Brown is going to play him in the Penguin show.
0: Oh, I will be there. I will that shit be fucking is going,
1: <laughs> That shit is going to bang.
0: Oh, God, Clancy Brown fucking rules. Clancy Brown he really does. is like a phenomenal actor for a lot of reasons, but mostly because he had the range to play fucking Lex Luthor and Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Around the same time,
1: a, a legend of our time, like for real.
0: Uh, and so he says, or uh, Melinda is walking up to him She says, "This could have waited till tomorrow, Mister Maroni." He says, "Nonsense, Melinda. You're a Zuko." I wanted to let the whole fam- let you know the whole family is proud of you. Well, to have one of our own people rise to mayor is just that's not confirmed yet. Oh, really? Do you think your predecessor's head is going to be uncrushed? Can we not fucking discuss this in the open? Uh, and there's some mob guys watching everything go down, and we can see the kids that <laughs> took it took Dick's uh, it tooks wallet walking right up to Boss Maroni, And it's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Barbara says, oh, this is ill-advised. And sure enough, the kids walk up, grab his wallet off the table, and keep walking. And then the mob guys start chasing them.
1: The funniest thing about this series of panels is that they use... Like, this has to be, like, if it's not an old boy reference, then <laughs> I have a happy coincidence, because you can see, like, one of the kids, like, they draw, like, just, like, blue lines to indicate that he's looking at um, the wallet on the table, mm-hmm. and then when they're spotted by the bodyguard there's a blue line to indicate that they've been spotted. It's so fucking funny. And the first thing I thought of was, oh, like, oh, like an old boy. <laughs> when He was holding the hammer, aiming it at a dude's skull.
0: <laughs> old boy, a movie. People are dudes are taking women to go see on first, on dates. first date. Let me t- let me talk to you. If you, if you are a man under the sound of my voice and you've got a woman you've been talking to, uh, or are going to hear from soon, and you're like, what do I, I wanna take her out somewhere nice. Do not, I cannot stress this enough, do not take this woman to go
1: see fucking old boy. That is, that is a Hall of Fame scaring the holes. Like I could not <laughs> no, imagine.
0: Are you gonna play some fucking Danny Brown in the car too? What are we
1: like, doing? Like, like imagine hitting up a girl, like anyone you're talking to, and you're Talk just you like, I have a great idea. Tinder and go, hey, I have a great idea for football. a first date. Let's watch the Avengers trilogy by Park Look, Like, yeah, let's do that. Let's watch six hours of like revenge thrillers from Korea.
0: Now, listen, I'm not the person to take first date advice for them. When I met my girlfriend, our first date was uh, she came over to my apartment. We ordered pizza and watched the Netflix animated film America the Motion Picture. And also... (laughs) And also the Long Halloween. Don't ask me for advice on (laughs) this.
1: But! I don't know which of those is funnier.
0: (laughs) You want want to know the funnier part? I want you to guess who picked which.
1: My head hurts. Because... I I, I, I feel like uh, I gotta know who picked what
0: I picked I picked Batman okay she picked the other one and had never seen or heard anything about it she went what the fuck is this this seems insane let's watch it
1: all right, that's good vibes though. That that's that's just someone being on the same wavelength as the, you. That being like, this is looks fucking like games. shit. Let's watch it.
0: It, it was like a fever dream.
1: God, this uh, cast is nuts. <laughs> Channing Tatum is George Washington. What? What? What the fuck? animals. <laughs> 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 Oh my lord! And he
0: fucking kills it! Jason Vasquez is so good in that movie!
1: Killer Mike is John Henry. (laughs) I'm having a stroke looking at this cast.
0: There's a fucking chainsaw man referencing it! This is... There is a scene where fucking George Washington gets chainsaws out of his arms like fucking Denji!
1: Will Forte is Abraham Lincoln.
0: Did you see who fucking produced
1: it? Oh, my God. Hold up. I, sorry, listener, but I'm dying because... Uh, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking...
0: <laughs> fucking Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. <sighs> who also produced fucking Into the
1: Spider-Verse and Clone High. <laughs> Every time I'm on a podcast with you discussing uh, DC shit, I learn uh, something, and my brain breaks open.
0: Well, because Will Jesus Forte plays Abe Lincoln Almighty. because he, in anything Phil Lord and Christopher Miller make, that has an excuse to put fucking Abe Lincoln in it, they always cast Will Forte. He played oh him in God. Clone
1: High. I I... I just put that together. They were behind Clone High, weren't they? Oh. Holy shit.
0: Oh, fuck. I'm so, That's incredible. I'm so glad when I get to impart insane knowledge upon you. Andy Sandberg plays Benedict Arnold.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? The <laughs> entire time I've been reading this, for whatever reason, I've just... This dick in this run in my brain just sounds like Andy Sandberg. Uh, I've never able
0: to unhear Jesse McCartney.
1: Jesse McCartney is a good one, uh, but I don't know something about the way, like how funny he is here. Just it's like very Jake Peralta. <laughs> it's very Jake Peralta. Very like like very good at what he does. Also fucking stupid. And <laughs> um, <laughs> is it is with a woman centuries out of his league. Oh, um, I've been.
0: I, I told you I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine again.
1: Um, of all time.
0: So God, good. God. Uh I understand why they made the Pontiac Bandit stand around and sing Rosa's name. Uh
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny yeah. Ro- before Ro- she
0: figures that voice out too.
1: Ro- yeah, Rosa is
0: Woman <sighs> after my own heart. She sa- they said, Rosa, what's your ideal first date? And she said, Come over, watch basketball, bone down. I said, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh uh, anyway, BS, Dick dives off a building in a very cool page. Um he like springs off the wall like fucking Mega Man. Can
1: yeah, uh, they Yeah like they 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 draw I almost can't they draw Dick in motion and I caught myself. <laughs> um, they draw, they, they draw dick in motion and he looks uh, incredible every time. <laughs> Shut up. We're moving on. We're not lingering on that. We're not. We're not. We're not chilling on that. We we are breathing (laughs) fast.
0: He says, we could have avoided all this. We just stayed in and eaten kibble.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And he just smacks these people Speaking of bad first dates. uh,
0: And Barbara's like, hey, your wallet stopped moving uh, about three blocks away on the left under the under the bridge. Uh, you go after the kids. I'll call the police. He says, there's no point. They're people. Uh, they won't be charged. He says, they were about to kill children. Yeah, and they'll still
1: fucking walk. This town's corrupt.
0: This town's evil, Barbara. Uh, he, he says, the law has never applied to the bl- people who control Bloodhaven. Babs is going to be disappointed, but she should ins- experience the injustice of Bloodhaven for herself. The city has forgotten how to take on monsters and win. It's not the only thing the city has forgotten. It's forgotten a lot of people, too. And he... He gets to the bridge and sees the kids uh, standing there uh, in a crowd of people in the tent city. And he says, by the looks of it, no one here is over 16. They're all just kids fending for themselves. And this girl says, Are you him? Who? Who? The man without a heart. He says, Please don't hurt us. And he says, "No, man, I'd never. Uh, I'm sorry. Keep what you took. You need it more than. Just keep it." And he swings away. And Barbara, on the next page, Barbara says, "You were right. The police did nothing." He says, "Yeah. He says, I don't know how you put up with this place." He says, "Did you get your wallet? No. Did the kids overpower you? Because I'll need to update the Bat group chat." <laughs> he says, "Babs, I know what I want to do with the money." He says, "Really? I want to be a safety net for this city. I want to catch the people who've fallen." And we get another uh, page of the guy standing over uh, over Martin, who's who again has had a fucking fatality performed to him.
1: Just Kano built that gun. <laughs> like, here's a gun that rips out people's hearts. Like, yeah. <laughs> practical
0: <laughs> and black you've never seen anything like this mate <laughs> uh, mm. the, the next pay or the next issue issue 80 says introducing heartless because uh, that dude's name is fucking heartless
1: in the night I hear the <cold> <storm> shit that was the first thing i fucked up when i saw the name okay we're just like leading into it all right bet uh
0: and so issue three opens with dick is laying on his couch uh and the dog is barking he says please stop (laughs) which is this is the experience of owning a pet yeah (laughs) shut up he says, hey, I, I don't know. mind if you don't understand sit or stay, but you need to understand that I work nights.
1: <laughs> and
0: the police knock on the door. Mr. Grayson, police, we'd like a word. He says, hey, sorry, I was asleep. He says, like, it's five in the afternoon. Did you have a late one, Mr. Grayson? He says, what was this about? <clears throat> he says, you reported your wallet stolen last night, canceled your cards? Yes. Before you reported your card stolen, a hotel was booked for a Martin Holt. Oh yeah, that was me. He didn't steal my wallet. I hope he didn't have trouble with the hotel room. He says no. He never checked in. He was found murdered this morning. He says well, what about his son? Is he okay? He says we don't have any information about a son, Mister Grayson. Interesting that you do. Uh, and the next page is Barbara looking beautiful, uh,
1: answering a That's phone call. That's pretty usual.
0: Uh, saying hey, you, hey you, miss me already? Hey you.
1: Look, y'all go together, all right? <laughs> like, stop fucking around. <laughs> like, y'all stop bullshitting. Yeah. Like, y'all go together. You don't, you don't just hey you, yeah. and get away with it. You don't look like that and hey you a man and just and just that's think just that that's all fine and dandy. This no, that's after... a that's a nuclear weapon to drop on a man. All right. You hit, uh, if you hit me with a hey you I'm coming to your house all right <laughs> like I'm already on the way I'm bringing food
0: uh, there's a uh, there was an event right before this and I can't remember which one it was uh, if it was like Dark Knight speed metal or some shit um but the world like fucking looks like it's gonna end and Dick and Barbara do get married in then.
1: <laughs> amazing
0: uh, I think I think Bruce walks up and is like I pronounce you man and wife or whatever and they're like hey what the fuck <laughs> uh, and he she's like he goes hey something like that did you get back to Gotham okay she's like I've only gotten to the end of your street he says that's good would you would uh would you mind coming back <laughs> she says why he says because I'm pretty sure I'm being accused of murder and you're my only alibi <laughs> Uh, and so they ask him, one of the cops says, I understand you used to be one of us, Mr. Grayson. Why did you leave the Bloodhaven police? He says there were too many criminals. Burn. He said, Mr. Holt was found dead this morning. His heart was removed. We don't know how, how, do you? He says, why would I? He says, you paid for a hotel room for him. I don't want to theorize about why, but I'm thinking you didn't like your proposition and something went wrong and you cut out his heart. I'm sorry. What I what's the implication here?
1: As as someone who has recently started watching The Wire, this is how bad cops are on The Wire. <laughs> like, we're just trying to close this case, buddy. <laughs> like Come on down to the station. Let, let's let's talk it out.
0: They say you you paid for a hotel room for him. Therefore, we think that you were you were we think you were propositioning him for a hotel room in in exchange for gay sex.
1: That's <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> what that implies to me. Yeah, fucking Luke Gallows over here is just <laughs> jumping <laughs> buildings.
0: Good
1: <laughs> just jumping buildings to get to a conclusion. Uh, also, shout out to Dick for wearing a Black Canary band tee. That, he wears some good-ass shirts here. I would um, wear that shirt in real life. Yeah. It's I, very good.
0: And so just like you've been taking the hearts of homeless people all over the city. And there's a knock at the door. And the, uh, Dick walks over and opens it up. And Barbara comes in. He says, how's it going? He says, being accused of murder. You. He says, uh... <laughs> detectives, I'm Barbara Gordon, I was with Dick all night I have GPS on my phone I'm happy to yes, show my movements <laughs> we, it's 5 in the afternoon you're sleeping, well you see officer I was up all night
1: oh my god I just noticed the mug is Batman <laughs> holding the, the bomb, bomb. <laughs> it's from Adam West oh that's so fucking good what a good gag, holy shit uh, and
0: she said, the detective says, I see Miss Gordon And what's the nature of your relationship? And they look at each other.
1: (laughs) The the most, the most married they've ever looked.
0: Dick is making, you know the SpongeBob meme where he's like, like blowing. (laughs) Out of breath? Yeah, that's the face Dick makes (laughs) you. And Barbara just looks at him, lips pursed. Like, I I don't don't know, Grayson. What do you how do you want to answer that question? And Dick says, I've been wondering that myself, but this interrogation is not how I wanted to broach the subject. She's like, that's not relevant. She says, I think we'll decide what's relevant. Really? Because I have a law degree. And Dick goes, oh yeah, so do I. Why do you never use your law degree? (laughs) Dick Grayson is Matt Murdock if Matt Murdock decided to not be a lawyer and instead was like a fucking personal trainer. A job he had at one point. (laughs)
1: Dick watched all of Better Call Saul. I was like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that's accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got How it. How would you know? <laughs>
0: Dick Grayson for sure has passed the bar. That's hilarious.
1: Yep. Yeah, probably, fuck.
0: <laughs> and so Barbara goes, now we're e- both eager to help you with your investigation, but if you're accusing Dick of murder when he has an alibi and there's absolutely no direct evidence linking him with the crime, that would be embarrassingly incompetent.
1: <laughs> they just leave? <laughs> they
0: just leave. They it damn, she Isn't got like, us.
1: Like, you know my well? dad
0: is Commissioner Jim former Commissioner Jim Gordon. <laughs> you know I was raised by cops.
1: You get a great over overhead shot of uh Dick's apartment, which is just like the damn bitch you live like this mean. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> like there's a wall that's recently been fucked up. Like there's no uh like, half of the panels on the floor aren't there. This is also the same room in his apartment they hang out in in the Robbins uh, book. Oh, shit. Where um, they're ha- they're trying to solve some weird crime. Uh, I don't remember. All I remember is that Jesse hates that book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part. I heard it. Of it. A big part heard it it's, takes- it's, it's okay. I heard it's something else.
0: Um, a big part of it takes place inside a video game, and just he's like, "This is not how fucking game development works." <laughs> <laughs> because she would know. <laughs> um, and so he says, "Hey, when I chased those kids in that tent city, they asked if I was the man without a heart." Um. So, well, I was videoing the whole time the detectives were interviewing us, so we can go through the photos they showed. He says, "Thank you for spying on the police <laughs> anytime." Uh, he says, if I'm right about where the kid is, I'm gonna need to make I'm gonna need some very specific help. I need to make a call. To whom? My brother.
1: Dun 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 Tim's there here. He is.
0: It's a fucking party now.
1: <laughs> That's right. Um, Little Brothers arrive to save the goddamn day. He says, Tim
0: Drake, thought of thought of by many as the best robin. I totally get it. You're damn right. You do. You are That's goddamn right. right. You
1: do. Truly.
0: Motherfucker had the smarts to
1: wear pants, which is honestly, when you think about it, that really is the most genius move that any psychic has ever made. So the dude, like, I'm not. I'm not going outside of my draws, Bruce. If we like, live in New Jersey, man, I'm putting some pants yeah. on. Just incredible.
0: Uh, he says. Tim says. Batman wanted to, me to give you something. It's a wallet chain, meaning kids can't steal your money. And as an added bonus, you confront the soft metal band in the early 2000s. <laughs> oh man, Dick was for sure listening to like Daughtry.
1: I was about to say that, like, like, like Bruce just told them to start singing It's Not Over.
0: <laughs> he says, I'm never living this down, am I? Oh, of course not. Come on, we'll take the train home. And they do one of my favorite things that they don't do anymore. Uh, Dick and Tim have a heart-to-heart while running on top of a train!
1: Yeah, like, uh, like, they're just... The the way they set up, um, his dynamics with, like, other members of the Bat family. Like, granted, like, you know, in in this little quick run, it's it's Babs, and then it's Tim. Which I think is the most fitting for it to be those two kind of first. That
0: it's Barbara, Tim, and Dick are, like, your trio here.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's 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 great.
0: It's a very it's very much a throwback to the nineties. Um, there is one of my favorite issues, like one of my favorite single gags is I can't remember if it is in an issue of Robin or an issue of Nightwing because they were both being written by Chuck Dixon at the time. Uh, but it's when Stephanie is pregnant. It feels like something that would have played out in Robin, but I can't remember for sure. Um, when Stephanie gets pregnant and Tim and Dick are doing this they're running on the train and Tim goes like Dick asks hey man anything you want to talk about and he says no and there's a beat and he says my girlfriend's pregnant and Dick almost falls off (laughs) (laughs) because he's like you did what he says I didn't do it Uh, and so Tim asks there's a kid missing yeah, his father was murdered. Did you know him? Not really. I met him last night. I got him and his son a meal, booked him a room to get them off the street. He seemed kind. I'm sorry. Well, we're getting off here. From the crime scene, I tracked the son back to a pizza shop. Security footage at the store showed him leaving with some other kids. I'm pretty sure I know where they are. It's a tent city of homeless kids. This is the reason I asked you to come. But I don't need Robin. I need Tim Drake. And you won't be alone. And Tim's like, you got a fucking puppy? And... I was like, <laughs> Dick says he's she's going to the pound. Just, yeah, sure. That's plausible.
1: <laughs> I love when they're just like reading him like a book.
0: <laughs> yeah, the two people who know you best, dude, we know you're not gonna
1: Also as they're um like just traversing the city, I, I, I love how different they like their like stances are. Like you know, Dick obviously moving like an acrobat and um Tim very moving like you know like oh like batman taught me how to swing throughout the city just like it like the way they like land on the train the way they and dismount like the way off the train mhm yeah like just nice little subtle differences uh between the the two of them that was yeah. i'm i'm really glad that the that the, the artist drew them so distinctly because i feel like the personalities of the rob often gets kind of like doesn't get explored that well, right. aside from like their most basic archetypes. Um, so them getting a little personality, just in like their costumes and how they move. Right. It was really nice to see that.
0: Uh, I like that Tim wears fucking elbow pads. I don't know why, but it's like a I mean, weird, some... <laughs> like, nice touch. It's like very
1: specific They're loaded. To him. Yeah. Yeah, they're loaded <laughs> elbow pads. He's, he's Chris Hero in ROH. <laughs>
0: Fucking Lex Luger with the titanium plate. <laughs> uh he says, You want me to take the dog with me on the mission? He says, Yes. Why? Well, people are more approachable with a lovable dog. And Barbara goes, That's true, it's just science. <laughs> Plus, she needs a walk. It's like, hey Tim, you're nebulously a teenager.
1: <laughs> <We> yeah. Think- <laughs> you're you're kind of always gonna be eighteen.
0: You are anywhere between 17 and 20. Um, It'll be fine. Uh, He says, well, keep a lookout for him, Tim, and find out whatever you can about this man without a heart. And uh, (laughs) Tim says, sure. Uh, So uh, Bab stayed the night, huh? He says, I slept on the couch. I see. And Barbara goes, you know I'm on this channel, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's and they just, like, like, draw, like, a, draw like a
0: Shin-Chan a pop- drawing.
1: He's <laughs> like, they draw her in, like, a pop-in saying it, and she's drawing, like, a fucking anime character. It's so good.
0: He says, well, I do now. He says, can we please talk about something else? He says, <laughs> like, the serial killer potentially cutting up people's hearts? Yeah, much more comfortable conversation. Uh, And so Tim, wa- Tim goes radio silent and walks over to the kid's and uh, they're like, well, you're welcome anytime. We look after each other here. Let's say Tim talks in for like an hour. Uh, like The dog goes, welcome too. Tim's like, you sure you're okay? He says, yeah, I'm good. He says, well, uh, we might see you guys tomorrow for taco night. Uh, and Tim reports back. He's like, okay. Um, he doesn't want to leave. He feels safe here. But he says his father was killed by a man without a heart. And he was not the only one. Too many kids in here have the same story. He says, Tim, you might want to give the dog to him and suit up. We got trouble. Because the fucking electrocutioner and Brutal walk in.
1: The most Saturday night's main event ass I want you to know,
0: Tim in the first like 100 issues of the 93 Robin series whoops the electrocutioner's ass like three different times. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: you want to talk about a fucking jobber. The fucking electrocutioner. Like, the electrocutioner is such a loser, he used to work for the Clue Master. Do you know how much of a loser you have to be to work for shitty Riddler?
1: <laughs> electrocutioner, what a what a fucking name.
0: <laughs> That's a very 95 WWF name. Exactly. Uh, this is, um, people in here have been stealing. That's a crime, kid. And you don't look like police. And electrocutioner chimes in, very perceptive. A cut of every crime in this city goes to Blockbuster, no matter how pathetic. We bend the rules for poor homeless kids, and Blockbuster could look weak. Blockbuster doesn't ever look weak. And Dick just throws one of the sticks at him with a big pook sound. (laughs) Is this really where you want to be in life? I don't understand. I don't pretend to understand being a henchman. uh, But stealing from homeless kids has got to feel like a career low uh electrician uh shoots at him dick jumps away from it and tim comes in underneath with a fucking dynamic entry
1: the way they fight together is <laughs> so good it's like, like fighting like, the
0: fucking bogards man
1: it's like yeah like like you like you you're like and you're, like you're, like you're toast brother like like uh, nightwing takes his baton puts them together and makes it a staff for Tim because Tim fights with a staff.
0: So they just tag team the shit out of this. It's so
1: sick. Yeah, they they beat they 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 wallop these jobbers like like a new tag team like coming off of injury and you just gotta have them beat someone to death to show that they're being business. That's it's, how they treat them.
0: It's very top flight.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They just, like, they just, like, hit hit their shit and, like, the finish happens and, like, they win.
0: Says, tell Blockbuster these people are under my protection. Robin? He says, what is it? Fire? (laughs) They set everything (laughs) on fucking fire!
1: Uh, Fucking lunatics, man.
0: And so they start to rescue everybody and uh, Tim... Bow's up to brutality. He's like, you set a damn fire. He says, this wasn't us, man. Yeah, we can't get money out of dead people. Nightwing, something's off. I can smell the <clears throat> accelerant from here. It was The fire was des- definitely, deliberately lit. But I don't think Blockbuster's people started it. I don't... He says, yeah, I know. It was him. Heartless. I don't know... Wh- so no one has called him this before this. I don't know if Dick gives him the name or if, like, off-page... We find out that people call him this, but this is yeah, like, so I, fucking menacing.
1: Yeah, like, he looks sick, but yeah, I don't recall, like, them having a name for him. I, I, I would assume, I would assume Babs gave him the name, but, or like, I like was, like, I don't think they were, like, an old villain, because I, no, this I don't, is like, yeah, so, yeah, I, I guess they just decided, like, oh, this is, this is your name now, you're heartless. But he looks sick, like he looks so standing, sick. standing in, is so in the fire. Yeah, he looks fucking badass.
0: He looks like he's on a fucking disturbed album cover.
1: <laughs>
0: looks like the guy. You know that's what disturbs mascot is named. He's just the guy.
1: Are you shitting me?
0: I of all the crazy things I've said to you
1: that you have factored. I, I I know you. I know you're not shitting me, which just makes it worse. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Yeah, the guy is the... God damn it.
0: <laughs> um, issue number 81. Which opens with Dick standing in the fire. Surra- like, surrounded by flames in front of these people. He looks very cool here. The fire ha- is giving the impression of his old like gold suit. Good suit. Uh, and he tells Oracle that he's here and he's... Uh, Barbara says, his clothes are covered in infrared lights. They're blinding your camera. I don't know what you're up against. And so he tells the kids, hey, hold on to me. I'm going to get you guys out of here. Uh, meanwhile, at City Hall, Melinda Zuko is being sworn in. Uh, she looks... <laughs> as unassuming as they would really want her to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why this, yeah, uh, so sorry, the pages for some reason on DC Universe Infinite went out of order, uh, because this does open actually with Melinda uh, saying, you know, getting sworn in, congratulations, Madam Mayor, she's in a fucking power pantsuit.
1: Yeah, this this suit is like, it's like a blazer, but there's a belt, but there's like skirt tassels. There's a lot happening a lot with her happening. outfit here, uh-huh. but she, she looks good, so fuck it.
0: I love that she always has, like, these two, like... They're not bangs. They're, like, these two loose strands of hair are always in her face, but always in a way that frames her eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they draw the shit out of her. Like, she looks great, like, pretty much every time she shows up.
0: Yeah. Uh, So the commissioner says, Hey, follow me. We have another formality to attend to. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting Mayor Zuko. Goons all clap.
1: <laughs> Blockbuster is big as shit.
0: <laughs> Blockbuster is sitting down and is taller than people standing up behind him.
1: That motherfucker is is an ape. Like it is, <laughs> he looks nuts. Yes. He looks how huge like he is!
0: Fucking gorilla. Uh, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> Boss Moroni says, "I hope you had your fingers crossed through that whole ceremony. Champagne." Uh, they give her a suitcase full of money. <laughs> she says, I don't really use cash. <laughs> can you just put it into account? He says, Well it lacks a certain ceremony, but
1: we can do it. That dude is so mad. He was He's like, so I got mad. one job. He's like, dude, I got you know one how job, and you're fucking me up it
0: is to put to arrange a briefcase full of dirty money.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, Blockbuster says, Take a seat. Tell us your plan for my city. Is my plan, Blockbuster, is to make us all much wealthier and extend your power to beyond the city, but to do so in a way that builds on the good work you've already done. I don't want anything... I have no interest in burning anything down, which is what gets us to that page of Dick uh, in front of the fire. Heartless, before Dick can swing away with the kids, grabs a fire extinguisher and puts the fire out?
1: Did he just show up with that? Yes, like He's he just like arrived. <laughs> he just like arrived with a fucking thing. Yeah, I didn't want all this to happen.
0: He says, "I don't want to
1: see." Well, you just 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 a, just a funny. Like, oh, hold on one second, I mean, Let me put out this fire real quick. We follow OSHA guidelines real real fast, and then we can get back to fighting.
0: He says, "I don't want to watch them die. I just want to watch them run." I've heard of you. I was hoping we'd meet. Meet Nightwing, Bluehaven's guardian angel. You must have quite the heart. And he fires his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he fires his fucking <laughs> space weapon at him.
1: God, and... uh, I. Go ahead. No, I, I was just, I was just like, like, this panel is just like colored very well. Yes. Like e- every single color on it just like pops with the fire going on in the background.
0: Yeah, we haven't really talked about it, but uh, Adriano Lucas does the colors for this book, and they're fucking incredible every time. Like their like, use like... of reds and pinks and orange and yellow, like their use of like color not yeah, just the they, blues that you're going to see a lot of in like any Batman comic but these vibrant other colors are incredible.
1: Yeah, they really do the goddamn thing. Uh and everyone does, but like the colors and this in this issue specifically I remember being like goddamn every 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 page looks like so vibrant.
0: Yeah. Uh and so tickets. gets fucking smacked around for a second and then realizes, okay, this guy's fast, he's strong, but that's really all. He can't throw like a proper punch. Uh, he says he has the upgrades, but he hasn't done the work. It's like he tried to take a shortcut to villainy. And he Heartless says, do you always narrate your fights? Says so just the born
1: ones. <laughs> Cooked him.
0: And goes up, over, catches him with a choke. With the, uh, with the stick, which lets, the heartless has to throw him off. He says, he says, I can still make him angry. I can definitely work with that. He says, oh, you absolute shit. You know what? This can wait, I'll kill you later. He says, he says, what? Is this an inconvenient time? You think I'm letting you walk away? Of course you'll let me walk away because I know your pathetic weakness. You care. And the kids have all been running towards the pier. And he pulls out a fucking detonator. (laughs) Which is where I want them. I wanted to see their fear. I wanted to see their faces. But it's okay. I have a pretty vivid imagination. And he cries like, it's Robin! What is it, get the kids off the pier! And so he blows up the end of the pier, uh, like, away from the kids, but it's so that they're going to fucking sink. Uh, And one of the kids says, I can't swim. Uh, He says, Nightwing, Oracle, we're standing on a burning pier, and I need a better option than forcing a bunch of kids into the sea. Any ideas? He says, we ask for help. uh, So Oracle and Nightwing call out to, like, the emergency maritime distress channel. And he says, Mayday, Mayday, there are hundreds of children in need of rescue at the end of Bloodhaven Pier 12. And he repeats it. He says, come on, Bloodhaven. Show them why you're worth fighting for. Please. This is, I kind of love this. They name the ships after former Nightwing writers.
1: I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, this is the Devin, this is the Sealy, the Leonardi, the Ah, oh, That's awesome. Yeah. So Devin Grayson, Tim Seeley, uh, Dan Juergens. I forget Leonardi. But yeah, it's named after, like, former, like, people who have written Nightwing. And so uh, all these boats show up and get the kids out. Nightwing fucking passes out because he's got CTE. Nightwing is in concussion protocols that sounds like a joke but he wakes up to Barbara shining a light in his eyes and uh yeah
1: that boy got rocked
0: uh she says you lost consciousness why you're still recovering from being shot in the head and you were punched in the head by a enhanced supervillain." and Tim says Bitewing was pretty worried about you I I love that Tim is the one who names the dog
1: yes uh, Bitewing is a very adorable name.
0: Tip says Bitewing. That's that's actually a great name. But her name is Haley, like the circus he grew up in. And he says
1: you're, he, he, he's, he's so proud of that name too.
0: Mm-hmm. He looks really smug about it. And Tip says you're telling people in this room we can't have two names. And Barbara goes I have three. Barbara is wearing the Batman slapping Robin T-shirt. <laughs> Uh, Dick asks how the kids are, and Tim's like, "Ah, oh, they're back on the streets, but the boat came came from everywhere to help. It was pretty amazing. He says, well, the people in Bluehaven have never been the problem. It's the criminals and the ones in charge. Uh, and so, Speaking of, you're not going to like this. The woman Boss Moroni was talking to yesterday, I found out who she is. And T- Dick looks and says, Mayor Zuko! He says, I, <laughs> I did some digging while you were unconscious. She's Tony Zuko's daughter from his first marriage. But Tony didn't stick around long past her eighth birthday. He didn't raise her. He says, Well, that's positive. It's like she was raised by the Moroni crime family. Right, that's oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> I've been digging for records. She has a very large file, but uh, at the FBI, but it's heavily redacted. I'm not getting anything there. But not a lot of good, decent people have a large FBI file. Dick says, No. Um she was the council president she was already positioned to take over if anything happened to the mayor and then moroni or blockbuster had him killed
1: uh, <laughs> the, the, no- editor just, the editor the just says with one hand
0: <laughs> yeah and dick says i said i wanted to catch uh the people who have fallen and i have a plan for the city i but i hoped i could work with city officials protecting Bloodhaven from heartless blockbuster moroni and a criminal mayor makes things a lot harder I'm going to pay Melinda Zuko a visit and find out what I can about. And I want to point out, Dick looks like John Stamos in this panel.
1: (laughs) Uncle Jesse-ass hair.
0: (laughs) Uh, Barbara and Tim are like, this is a terrible fucking idea. You have a concussion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you should be in bed.
0: (laughs) Go lay down.
1: Yeah, Barbara's like, the soul of the city will still be saving after proper hydration and eight hours of sleep. Yeah, listen uh, to your wife, pal. <laughs> uh,
0: Dick lays in bed. Thanks to himself, he says. Mayor Zuko, the criminal daughter of the man who, who killed my parents, is the mayor of my city. There's no way I'm sleeping. So he dives off of his roof to go track her down. And Barbara says, Dick, are you there? He says, yep. She says, what are you doing? Resting. You know you're still wearing my camera. I may have forgotten that. Yeah, it's because you have a head injury. Uh, Concussion, which calls for sleep, hydration, and no physical activity of any kind. it's okay. I'm just checking out Zuko's place. I'm going to be quiet. I'm not planning on any physical activity.
1: Great panel. (laughs) Amazing. I I laughed out loud when I first got to this the other day.
0: It's so good. Because... Melinda's very attractive bodyguard is standing here with a sword, it's
1: just on the a other fucking side katana the from the mall, just ready to cut <laughs> his head off. It's, it's so he's so confident. She's just like waiting to like for him to be in like perfect decapitation range.
0: She, she's gonna fuck him up, Lin Quay style.
1: It's gonna yep, be bad. Like...
0: <laughs> uh, and Barbara's like on your left, and so Dick. Manages to dodge, kick the sword away. He says, She's not enhanced. She's just good. Very good. And I have a concussion. because <laughs> uh, he falls off the stair. he falls down the stairs, and as he's getting up, Melinda walks in the frame with a bat in her hands. <laughs> and she this says fucking
1: Negan's his ass.
0: <laughs> she says, Okay, Audrey, I got him. And fucking lays him out. He says, the narration is: I really should have listened to my friends. He wakes up, blood streaming from his head. Word to Mox. He's just unconscious twice in <laughs> the same day. That really can't be good for me. Tied up and, hang on, I'm not wearing my mask. And he looks up and his mask is in Melinda's hands. And she says, Dick Grayson? He says, you know me? I know you do." And he like tries to forearm her in the throat. He's about to
1: fucking crush her <laughs> fucking isophanie. He
0: gives her a fucking charging star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like her face is also like, this motherfucker is Insane? rushing me down. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> he popped He popped his fucking V-skill. Yeah. He said, you worked for, <laughs> work for the Maroni crime family. You're the daughter of Tony Zuko. She says, no, I'm not. I thought I was for a long time, but I learned the truth. My real father was named John Grayson. I'm your sister.
1: Fucking (laughs) Maury crowd noises. Holy shit. I almost
0: dropped my phone when I read this. I said, no fucking way. No way.
1: Uh, What? What? Like I said, this this whole run just like popped me. Every every issue had something in it, but goddamn.
0: And we get to issue eighty two, uh,
1: the mystery
0: of Melinda Zuko. So we, this cover is incredible. This is probably, it's, it's spoilers. What I'm going to use for the um for the thumbnail for this episode because I
1: love it's really good. this cover. I, I, this is this is the most like James Bondy cover.
0: Yes, um, like the way the colors are set on everything, um, the way that everything is um, like the composition of it, the way that everything is blocked. Like Dick is running towards the reader, Melinda is standing there with blood on her hands, holding his mask. Um, Audrey is in the background of this shot just to fill out some of the space. Yep like they didn't want to have all this negative space between uh, Dick and Melinda so they put Audrey there in the background of it to, to block it out a little more um, Barbara and Haley are down at the bottom with the title at the bottom
1: uh, yeah just, just, just amazing amazing
0: uh, and it opens on Dick saying my sister I've studied my family history I know my father had another child and she says, "Why he didn't?" Um, he says, "He thinks." He says, "Oh no, he says, I need my mask." And she says, "I think your secret identity might be blown by now." He's not. He's like, "It's not that. I have to uh, to stop something." He says, "Oracle." It says, "Nightwing, are you okay?" So I'm okay. Call off whatever rescue is about to take place. <laughs> they attacked you. He says, they defended themselves from a masked man who broke into their home. And Tim in the background goes, "Yeah, sure. When you put it that way." <laughs> Uh, so fucking, we see a page of everybody that was running in to help. (laughs) And like, like,
1: if you needed, (laughs) if you needed proof of how much Dick Grayson is loved, let me run down who's on the way to fuck up, potentially fuck up (laughs) Mayor Zuko and Audrey fucking the Titans all of them and batman
0: <laughs> batman got in the plane and
1: said i need to, go to he place. was in in the jet <laughs> like he, he just hit a u-turn to go back to like they were going to be fucked
0: like there was nothing they were gonna that building was going to be fucking rubble
1: just absolutely also, like
0: cyborg can fucking fly now and i hate it
1: Dude, like, why? Why? Why is he doing that?
0: Logically, I know that he should be able to. It's just so weird. I
1: just don't like it. I just don't like it. Like, like,
0: like he yeah. should be driving a fucking Mustang.
1: Yeah, like he needs to be like a Pontiac GT or something, but not <laughs> fucking, a fucking flying.
0: Firebird. He should not be flying.
1: Um, God, like they were, they were like one full call away from from just getting fucked up beyond all recognition. They, they got so lucky. Holy I love, shit.
0: love, too, that they call it the Big Bird Extraction Protocol. <laughs> uh,
1: which, which implies that this is just something that's always been planned.
0: Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this would imply that uh, there's a protocol for everyone. There's probably a Little Bird Protocol for either Tim or Damien.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh
0: and so he <laughs> gets a big exhale, and he says, all right, we're good. He says, what was that? He says, I'm guessing you almost had a building very full of very protective superheroes. <laughs> and uh, Barbara tells him, don't trust her. Keep this channel open. He says, I will. He says, uh, we, should, we should talk. He says, no, I think all of this would be better coming from someone else. We should, we should we'll go upstairs. But let's get you changed. Um Unless you're happy to share your secret identity with more people today. He says, Who am I meeting? Says, my mother. And he walks in to meet uh Maylin. Uh oh, Rick Leonardi is an artist. That's that's who that was, by the way. Gotcha. Uh they he walks in to meet uh yeah, to meet Maylin. Uh is it Maylin or Lynn? Lin? Lynn. Lin.
1: Uh, yeah, Maylie Lin.
0: And she uh, says, "You look so much like John. You have the same kindness in your eyes." And there's Mary shining in that beautiful Romani smile.
1: What have you told him? Hopefully, they double down on Dick being Romani. Oh
0: yeah! If you look, he's drawn like with a different skin tone than like Tim or Barbara. This whole book. Yeah, I love that. Like Barbara is drawn like almost pink. Um, and she's like, well, what have you told him, Melinda? this the only who I am to him. I thought it, the rest would be best coming from you. She says, I was 23 years old and paid for when I came to this country. Tony Zuko was violent and possessive, but I had no interest in being possessed. One night he took me to a circus. I saw an opportunity, and I took it. So she runs away under the man on stilts. <laughs> and he, uh, Tony walks out into the trailer's... Of the performers, and he's, like, calling out to her. And John steps out, and he says, hey, I'm sorry, man. Can I help you? He says, I know she ran this way. So I don't know who you're... he says, you're lying to me, kid, and pulls a gun on him. Whoa. <laughs> like,
1: it's a... What a great reaction. Like, whoa, brother. Like, chill <laughs> he's out.
0: Ease up. Ease up, big man. <laughs> and, uh, Mary goes, John? He says, it's okay, Mary. This guy isn't going to hurt anyone. And he fucking... <laughs> disarms him Mary comes off the side of the truck with a fucking kick
1: with both legs
0: <laughs> he said I'm gonna end you bouncing freaks uh, they grab the gun from him Di- uh, I almost called him Dick because this is a very Dick Grayson thing to say he grabs him by the uh, by the scruff of his shirt and he says we stopped bouncing you ended us yet <laughs> And the strong man walks up and grabs, he grabs John's hand with, with one arm, or John's arm with one hand, and Tony with the other. He says, can't have our star attractions hurting themselves, beating you up, little man. Uh, and the and uh, Mr. Haley walks up, he says, put him down, Ivan. My circus is closing for the night, sir, what do you want? He says, I'm looking for my wife. And Mary fucking fries in the fuck up, she says, she went <laughs> away from you? But you seem like such a catch. Yeah, who can resist the combination of rage and gun violence? says, John, Mary, let's not aggravate the situation. He sure says, this situation came pre-aggravated, Mr. Haley. <laughs> Have either of you seen this man's wife? No. Nope. Then that's probably the end of it. I'm going to ask you to leave, sir. Wait, I hate to see him leave without a prize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Johnny He's Rayson cooking was this dude.
0: Hassle. He said, check this shit out. And he grabs, he grabs like a big ass teddy bear and says, please accept this oversized fluffy bear and all the condescension that goes with it. This is what...
1: This, this, <laughs> like... is, this is Richard's daddy. Like, this is 100%. This
0: reminds me of, I remember, when you remember when 50 Cent was talking to Floyd Mayweather and he was like... <laughs> floyd you can't fucking read you fucking idiot you fucking <laughs> illiterate stupid piece of shit and someone's yeah. like i love 50 cent but every day he makes it easier to understand why somebody would shoot him that many times <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how i feel about john grayson i think he's great it is understandable why somebody would want this guy shot
1: <laughs> yeah like oh my god <laughs> well, even harry's I- like damn dude <laughs> like hold up relax
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mr. Maybe don't make
1: the dude with a gun mad.
0: Maybe don't make the guy who is just shooting at you very. Don't <laughs> condescend to him. And Mr. Haley says, is "She in your trailer? Says, of course. Good man. Look after her. All right. It's all right. He's gone. You can come out now." And uh, she comes out. Uh, she's, she's like, "You risked your life for a stranger. He says, it's no big deal. I risk my life for strangers most days and twice on Saturdays." I'm John. Uh, they introduce themselves, and she says, he yes, asked, do you have anywhere you can go? So I hadn't really thought that far ahead. She says, that's okay. We can always use more people with nowhere else to go. And so she joins the fucking circus! She says, so I ran really into that panel abusive two. asshole and joined the circus. It was the happiest time of my life. Your parents uh, saved me, then they protected me. They showed me what life was supposed to be. Please understand, they weren't together yet. But it was only because John had placed Mary on such a high pedestal that he was oblivious she'd put him on one, too.
1: It would Sounds be like another couple hmm. we know. Who does this fucking hmm. sound like? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder who. Um, and I'll never figure that out.
0: She says, John and I weren't involved long, but long enough. <laughs> Basically, in another life, I'm your mom, kid. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Tony found me when Haley Circus was touring in Star City. He used all his charm to win me back. And by charm, she does, of course, mean uh, that he busted into the trailer and took her. And he leaves the fucking bear behind to fuck with him.
1: Says, just I me. understand. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I got a receipt for you, buddy. Yeah, like... And so...
0: Uh, so, John is comes in and he says, Melee? What? And so he looks at the bear. Tony Zuko comes from behind, pistol whips him, and breaks his fingers. He says, I heard John looked for me, but Tony took me far from Star City to Bloodhaven, and six months later, Melinda was born. Tony's ego wouldn't allow him to voice what he suspected, but he always knew the truth. Like, yeah, very clearly. Like... You were away from your wife for X amount of time. Definitely longer than three months. (laughs) Your wife is now three months pregnant. And you know she was staying with that dude at the circus.
1: (laughs) Very king of the hill.
0: (laughs) John Redcorn Grayson. (laughs) Uh, And so he's like, he always knew the truth. And he got angrier. The next time I escaped, years later, he didn't try to stop me. He'd already moved on. I brought Melinda to the circus to see John, but I found you, Dick. So I'm scared to... It's a flashback of Dick getting, um, you know, on the trapeze, you know, with his dad. Um, and Melinda says... Or, uh, Maylee says, You all looked so happy. After everything they'd done for me, they didn't deserve... I left. Here's the thing. It's the circus,
1: baby. Um, yeah, it sure happens.
0: It's the, it's the, it's, there's no place more f- there are two places that are the last bastions of free love in the world. They are the circus and the Renaissance fair.
1: i I was wondering what the second one was. and as someone who has been to a ren <laughs> fair, yes. 100%. Have
0: you seen that? I, I know you've seen that clip where the uh, the girl at the Ren Fair is like pouring beer into that girl's mouth and she's just talking
1: Yeah, I've seen that clip because I need that.
0: <laughs> she's talking <laughs> so crazy to her. I said, what
1: the fuck I are need, they doing I at need, Ren Fair? I, Dude if People at a Ren Faire are on some other shit. That's all I'm going to say.
0: They are doing two things. And those two things yeah. are, are sucking and fucking. Uh, and
1: buying swords.
0: And buying swords.
1: Sometimes at the same time he goes to the right...
0: <laughs> at the same damn time. At the same damn
1: time. <laughs> sucking dick, buying swords. At the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I tried to stop myself, but it was too late. You know, it was already happening.
0: sucking dick by its swords. Oh fuck!
1: That is that should be on. That should be every Renfairs. I want personally. because you want to... tell you, dude? The Ren One Fairs way or are another. the new.
0: One way or another, you are getting run through.
1: Renfairs are the new picnic. Putting that on wax. Brother, uh, people be wilding out. Oh, People God. walk around in those, like, winch dresses. <laughs> like, the last time I went to one, I saw a woman in, like, wearing those, like, dresses with, like, both, with, like, 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 slit so that both thighs are out. It's You don't, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? I'm trying to watch the joust. are wow your cheeks out, lady. <laughs> like, Somebody is getting jousted, up. brother yeah like hold up like this is something this is getting is not, glanced, all right yeah like like the like the horses are not the only thing getting ridden here <laughs> clearly
0: oh shit God God there's no place <laughs> more what are they doing over there than the fucking Refair
1: nope it is always out of pocket always
0: uh, and so meley says I always planned to come back one day but before I found the courage Tony killed him he says, and so this now puts a closes the loop of one of the most persistent mysteries in the Batman Mythos. why yep. did Tony Zuko
1: shoot up the circus because it's <laughs> a hater because
0: he's a hater because John Grayson <laughs> was fucking his wife.
1: He's a hater. Just (laughs) and it's such like a like it's not like a funny excuse, but it's like so simple of an excuse. It's
0: so simple. It's so simple.
1: Just like you knocked up my wife.
0: It's like she didn't want you. Kill
1: you and yours.
0: She didn't want you. Yeah, I I had a relationship with your mail order bride, who ran away from you because you were an abusive piece of shit.
1: It's like, well, now you're dead, so. Well, now you're
0: done, Uh Like, and so Dick thinks himself he knew them, he targeted them, and apply, uh you know apologizes and just like he looked, I'm sorry for what he did to both of us, and she says, "Have you had a good life? Are you loved?" He says, I have. I am. So I'm so glad you and Melinda finally got a chance to meet I'm very proud of her she's just been made mayor you know it's, yeah I know it's very it's very wonderful to meet you miss Lynn and I'm so sorry your daughter is a criminal uh and as they walk out of her room dick tells her he says she doesn't know the truth about you does she she doesn't know that you're she doesn't know what you really are and she says you don't know what I am <laughs> Uh, there's a. the police are now at the door with the blockbuster, by the way. Which is <laughs> how this issue ends. Which brings us to the close of what is the first volume of it. I didn't want to run too long and talk about every bit of this because uh, I want you guys to fucking read this shit for yourselves. I want, if nothing else, if you don't read anything because of my recommendation, I want you to read this. Um, it's
1: good. It's, it's good as shit.
0: Uh, and just read... The, the issues after this, everything that's on DC Universe Infinite, I think it's up to issue 100, or maybe even 101 by now. But the f- read from 78 on, I think that these are... This is legitimately, like, an all-time fucking run.
1: Uh, yeah, like, I... E- after I finished reading what, uh, what we were going to cover on the pod, I think the last issue I read was, like, issue like 95 and it's, I can confirm it's all fucking good. Like if you like, if you've always liked Nightwing or you want to get into Nightwing comics, I cannot think of a better starting point than, um, than, than this run. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite, um, like writing team for this character. Um, every, every, like, guest character that they bring in is written very well. The art is amazing. And it's, like, everything that I like about Batman stories in general, but shifted to make sense for them to be Nightwing stories as well. Like, you know, he's always been, like, you know, Batman's, like, first son and, like, the parallels between are always kind of on display and I feel like now especially they are doubling down on that with what he's doing in uh in bloodhaven
0: yeah absolutely the the issue 83 uh, has a great cover too like I said this about every issue in these in this run this cover is great it's dick um, in the same style that they do anytime where he's like running anytime he's swinging on something they kind of show the process of everything in motion. So this cover is him swinging onto, like, uh, a flight of stairs. And as he goes down the stairs and you follow the line of motion, he is changing from his costume into, like, a blazer uh, uh, and, like, street clothes and shit. Um, And as he climbs down the ladder to get onto the stage that he's talking on, he like, forgets, oh, shit, I'm wearing my mask.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so good. Uh,
0: And it just says, my name is Dick Grayson, and I have an idea. Uh, And the police commissioner, uh, who looks like fucking Adam Cole, (laughs) baby. This is the Bloodhaven Police, baby. Uh, Come (laughs) out with your hands on your head. And Blood says two minutes, minutes, Commissioner McLean. Then I'm going in. And
1: And one of the cops is just Austin Aries. uh,
0: It is. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's too tall, though.
1: That's true. He's, he's, he's wearing stilts. He's good. He's got lifts in the boots. Lifts
0: in his boots. Uh, before, uh, So Melinda says, before whatever this is happens, you need to know the truth. And Dick says, I know the truth. You've, I've seen your FBI file. And she says, what you've probably seen is a file that's more redaction than words. And so he says, what, are you telling me that you don't work for Boss Moroni and Blockbuster? I'm not, but both men certainly think I am. My FBI file will tell you I grew up with the Moronis. What it won't tell you is that I brought down two crime bosses from the inside. Now, I've worked very hard to get where I am, and I plan to do the exact same thing for Bloodhaven. And he says, really? He says, you have a difficulty believing someone could live a double life? He says, no. No, I'm pretty used to that idea. And he's checking her to see if she's fucking lying. He says, breathing steady. No rapid blinking. Stance isn't rigid. No notable pupil dilation. Either she's telling the truth or she is an excellent liar. She says, Dick Grayson... I've thought about what kind of person you might be for years. And now I find out that my brother is Bloodhaven's guardian superhero. We can help each other. We can bring these people down. Says, actually, we can do even more than that, Melinda. I'm about to do something, and I want to tell you. I want to believe you. And Commissioner McLean puts out over the uh, megaphone, Nightwing, we know you're in there. He says, they, they're here for me. <laughs> They must have had eyes in your home. They think I broke in. And Audrey says, you did break in. Ah, yeah, I did do that, I guess. <laughs>
1: That's
0: neither here nor there. Uh, he says, but right now they think a dangerous vigilante has broken into the mayor's home, and we can work with that. And so the Blockbuster busts down the door. He is taller than the door, by the way.
1: Yeah, if he didn't duck, he would have like taken out the frame with his head.
0: Yeah. And Melinda says, you had people watching my home? He says, of course. I protect all my assets. Where is he? And Audrey says, he went out the window. Blockbuster, we have eyes on him. He's on the roof. Nightwing is standing on the roof very heroically. And so they square off. And Oracle says, you are in no shape to be fighting Blockbuster. He says, you're right, Oracle. I'll ask him if I can come back at a more convenient time. Uh... You know, I'm so over men who think they're so powerful the law doesn't apply to them. I know Mayor Zuko is working for you. I'll find a way to prove it. Doesn't matter. I own the police. I own the courts. Bloodhaven is mine. No one would act against me. Sure, you scare a lot of people, but don't confuse fear with respect, Blockbuster. The people of this city would love to see you face some consequences. I am this city. No, you're just a standard, arrogant, deluded thug. You're everything that's wrong with the city in one convenient, oversized package. Ah, And they fight. Uh, He says, I don't think you want to fight me up here, Desmond. It's a long way down, even for you. (laughs) And he says, says, you're right, fire. And the cops fucking shooting him like it's a fucking Resident Evil level.
1: (laughs) <laughs> he's just like running through bullets
0: yeah he runs through the gunfire jumps off the roof uh and he's like sorry Oracle that's not an option if uh if they keep firing at the building someone could get hurt and so he dives towards the towards the chopper sticks his uh a scream of sticks out as a as to make like a fucking trapeze basically Swings up into the helicopter, ties the cops up, pushes them out uh, in such a way that they are balanced by each other's weight. And the cop goes, just just handcuff me and take the chopper, man.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and so he gets back to his apartment where Tim and Barbara are waiting. He just lays on the floor. <laughs> He says, I'm okay. I'm okay. Tits says, You're on the floor. I'm okay on the floor. <laughs> and so they carry him to bed and tell him that Barbara tells him, hey, I canceled your meeting in Gotham tomorrow. He says, that's probably for the best. You heard? I have a sister. And even better, there's a chance she's not evil. I heard you. I heard you need to talk about it. Hello? He just fucking goes to sleep.
1: You just like dodge bullets while having mild CTE. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you know how this is further wrestling diatribe. You know the story of the uh, the forgotten TLC match. Mm-mm. There was a TLC match they did on Raw as a consequence of Raw Roulette that uh, it, it ended up being uh, Kane and Hurricane, but Hurricane got hurt, so it was just Kane. Uh, versus the following three teams. Christian and Chris Jericho, the uh, the Dudleys, but not Bubba Ray and Devon. It was Bubba Ray and Spike.
1: Was that when Spike was the boss?
0: It was before Spike was the boss. Okay. And Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam.
1: Jesus, what a mashup of people.
0: But doesn't gets, Kane win that? Kane, gets, Kane wins that match on his own. Bubba Ray <laughs> gets concussed so bad in that match that he forgot his mother passed away and Chris Jericho had to remind him. But he Jesus. gets concussed like five, maybe six minutes in that match. It goes like 15. Good Lord. <laughs> so Bubba has to work the whole match with a concu- with a severe concussion.
1: That's like, uh, in, in, in a recent bout of that, um, at the G1, Naito, and Osprey, um, at the end of their match, like Naito just gets rocked, like, and you can clearly see that Osprey is pr- literally carrying him to the finish. Like Osprey gets beat by a dead man, basically, yeah. because he just like, <laughs> like basically just like lifts him up and like gives himself the destino. <laughs> like, it's not like to awesome... give props to to Billy Ocean, but good on you, because. <laughs> You gotta have talent to, like, get beat by an unconscious person, basically. Yeah. And make it look halfway decent.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is basically what Dick does here. That's Totally out of it. Gets home. Stops that whole thing with the cops. Uh, Barbara is sitting at his fucking dining room table, which has lawn chairs by it. Like.
1: <laughs> Our just... male living space. <laughs>
0: Uh, Barbara says, "Good morning." and He says, "I guess honestly, I thought I'd slept for long, sleep for longer." She says, "You slept for two days."
1: <laughs> His face. Uh,
0: she's like, "It's okay. Tim's been surprising, uh, been patrolling for you. No signs of heartless." I'm gonna expand on this in a something I'm working on, but the original plan for the Rick Grayson arc was literally that. It was literally the while Dick was out, Tim was going to take over his Nightwing for a while, and I'm so mad that we didn't get it.
1: He could have gotten Tim in a Nightwing suit.
0: Tim oh. in the red Nightwing suit would have gone crazy.
1: He should be wearing that suit now.
0: Uh, Dick should just give it to him.
1: Hutch is Yeah, like... Uh, yeah, like, Tim would go crazy in that, in that suit.
0: Uh, And so he's like, I need to talk to people. Just who... People who've devoted their whole lives to helping outside of the system. Leslie call, called me a problem, or Alfred called me a problem solver. Leslie. He's talking to fucking Leslie Tompkins, friend of the bad family, in her Crocs. Uh, he's like, I'm not so arrogant to think I could ever solve a problem this large on my own. She's like, well, I certainly have some thoughts, Richard. Uh, it's a people I love. And it's him talking to the Titans. <laughs> Beast Boy has ideas. <laughs> Experts, so he's talking to Lucius And I, Lucius is like, obviously something off Of this scale is going to take time And we'll need to employ the right people But the money is yours, and I'll start putting Everything in motion A friend, and it's fucking Superman
1: Just imagine Being able to just like ring up Superman And be like, hey, can we talk? He goes, yeah yeah.
0: yeah in, hey man, I'm in Metropolis, can we can we shoot the breeze for a bit? I got something I gotta talk to you about um,
1: Incredible he says, "Big Blue looks amazing here,
0: dude. Bruno Redondo should draw Superman all the time. He looks, he great.
1: looks incredible."
0: Uh, he says, "I have an idea. You gave me my name, Nightwing, and you've given me some of the best advice I've ever received in my life. I thought you might have a unique perspective." He says, "Being an alien? No. Being the most, one of the most human people I know." He says, "Have you spoken to Bruce? No. I'm worried he'll talk me out of it." Or talk me into something else. He's persuasive and judgmental and often infuriatingly right. says, yes, but he believes in you beyond a shadow of a doubt. And honestly, we all do. And he respects you. Call him. I'm imagining this is fucking Tyler Hoechlin's Superman.
1: He's so good, Superman. He's
0: so good. I watched a few episodes of that because my girlfriend was watching it. Um, it's
1: so, it's, it's really good.
0: It's incredible. Um and he says, can I just text him? He'll probably appre- the, appreciate the non-personal touch. He says, ha, yeah, that's true. For a man who's fearlessly stood up to the dark side, Bruce will do a lot to avoid a conversation. He says, Alfred left me a lot, but I don't think there's anything heroic about being a billionaire. And Superman gives his condolences and says, yeah, how much he looked up to Alfred? D- Dick is surprised, he says, of course I looked up to him. The world would have been lost without the heroes he raised, without his generosity, his love, his support. You're a lot like him, you know. He says, thanks. Tell me your idea. And so he tells him they sit there on the edge of the roof of the Daily Planet. He says, uh, Clark says, that's quite an idea. He says, yeah, the thing is, I'm worried it's too small. He says, it's not small, it's focused. Dick, I've always believed in leading by example, and you're the, the example you're setting here will inspire others. You're talking about lifting people, and if you're successful, the rest of the country, the rest of the world, could see what's possible. But you already know this. You don't need my input. You've already thought it through. I'm supposed to bring dinner home, but can I ask you a favor? He says, of course. He says, I might have to go away for a while. A lot will fall to my son, John. It would mean a lot if you could give him some guidance and some friendship. He says, of course, if you think I can help. He says, honestly, I couldn't think of a better role model. Thank you, Dick. And he flies off. And... uh. Back at Dick's apartment, uh, he says, "That's there's a lot of press outside. I guess they suddenly know. I, I guess they know I'm suddenly the richest man in Bloodhaven." And Farver goes, "It's always. It's almost as if someone tipped them off. So this would be a lot easier than a mask. I know, but it's time for Dick Grayson to be a hero. We talked this through for days. You know what you're doing. Do you know what you're going to name it yet? Says, yeah, I do. Um, Babs, before I go out there, I just want to say." thank you for being here. There's absolutely no way I could have done this without your advice and your friendship and whatever happens next and she just grabs him by his neck and kisses him and says, "Go get him, boy, wonder." He smiles. Just... <laughs> his smile in the panel after she kisses him is so so good.
1: If anybody looks at me the way Barbara is looking at him in this panel, I'd run through a wall. I think I would catch on fire <laughs> <laughs> like i think i would just cease to exist uh, entirely she is so in love it's it's sickening it's, it's it kind makes of disgusting. me sick
0: it's kind of disgusting how it's much she
1: fucked up how in love she is with this man this stupid stupid man right now <laughs>
0: this beautiful stupid son of a
1: bitch yes ugh
0: Uh, And he walks out and he says, my name is Dick Grayson. I just become a billionaire. But I don't think, I don't believe any one person should have so much when so many have so little. So I'm giving it away. I've decided to use it on the world's, one of the world's largest, self-sustaining, purely philanthropic foundations. And while there will be some programs helping in targeted areas elsewhere around the world, the bulk of this wealth will go directly to Bloodhaven. To begin, our foundation aims to work with this city to ensure no one is living on the streets by this time next month. And they're like, Mr. Grayson, a lot of these people have problems beyond homelessness. Yes. So why start there? Simple, because it's getting colder. But that's just the first phase. I've seen money used for enforcement. I've seen the poorest and most vulnerable blamed and punished rather than assisted. I want to try something different. I want to help. Desperate people do just do desperate things, and powerful people have preyed on those less fortunate and profited from them in this city. I want we aim to make those people obsolete. Too too many good people have fallen in Bloodhaven. It's time we caught them. Today we begin working on public and affordable housing, access to unemployment, access to employment, prisoner rehabilitation, public transport. Free renewable energy, healthcare, and a guaranteed living wage. Today, we begin a problem aimed at completely ending poverty in this city. Today, I announce the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation. And he turns and walks in and gets 17 fucking texts in a row. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, like Steph, Tim. Jason, Jason uh, the funniest
0: one. Jason's is so good. Because <laughs> uh, Stephanie just says, wow. And Tim says, always raising the bar higher for the rest of us. Good for you. Or proud of you. And Jason, no punctuation. Uh, minimal punctuation here. It says, nice work. Before you give it a while, all the way, don't forget you owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I will run up in your house.
1: (laughs) Jason is is all about getting his paper. Uh,
0: Annie up, yep, that fool. Annie up, kidnap that fool. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. Cass then sends a text that is mostly emojis. Uh, There's a a champagne emoji, three party poppers, uh, party uh, like a party face. Three claps, a champagne glass, uh,
1: more party more, poppers, and then seven, more applause.
0: Seven billion explosions.
1: <laughs> I love Cass.
0: Uh, she's great. Uh, and he gets a call that gives him a fucking Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and he picks up. He says, "Hey, you usually don't call." And it's Batman. I love that he's not Bruce. He is wearing the Batman suit. It is the <laughs> middle of the day. It's like 11 a.m.
1: He's grieving. He will. alone. <laughs> he
0: says, I know. I'm sorry. But you, Dick, you honored him today. Thank you. And we see a picture of Bruce and Alfred. Like, Bruce is looking at a picture of him and Alfred when he was a kid. Uh, and we see... A figure standing, staring at Dick on the screen. Says, Dick Grayson, you know this guy? Uh, Says the man walking in behind him. As we see, this guy is holding a fucking human heart in a jar. Says, I owe, yes, my first. I owe him so much, he made me who I am today. But I have plans for Bloodhaven and they really don't line up with Dick's vision here. I'll have to take his heart before he gives it to this city. And we see Heartless sitting there in front of a wall of fucking human hearts in jars because this dude is a fucking freak.
1: I hate how hard this looks. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, it's very legit sick. cool.
0: It's so sick.
1: It's fucking, it's fucking tight. Yeah. yeah, this dude is a, is a grade-A freak.
0: Yeah, this... Heartless is the villain of, I'd say, the next, like, 15 issues. Like, he is the primary villain of this run to this point. Uh, and He's a good one. Like I said, I want I want you, listener, to go back and read this run. Because, like, even if you pick up at issue 84, which is a tie-in to um, the Fear State stuff that's happening in Batman at the time... Um, which the Fear State is pretty good. It's a Scarecrow-focused story. Um, some new characters that I honestly really like. Um, and also these issues are drawn by fucking Robbie Rodriguez. Uh, co-creator of Spider-Girl. Uh, so they rule. Um, this whole thing is great. Um, but that has been Nightwing leaping into the light. Um... Yeah, it's really just like a fucking incredible batch of issues. It's an incredible start to reestablishing Nightwing to what he will be in the future by harkening back to who he used to be um, and reminding you that before... Because I feel like Dick was a character who got muddied for a long time. Yeah. Um, and specifically, I would say, after he didn't die in Infinite Crisis... They were. He's a character who was kind of in limbo, and they would kind of figure out what to do with him, and then change their minds. Um, and so him being back to who he always was, but moving forward in like a very positive, very affirmative way, um, putting a bow on on the Tony Zuko stuff. I think that that is fantastic. Um, I think the moment-to-moment stuff in this book is good, bringing Tim and Barbara in as parts of his supporting cast, especially, especially Tim, who, for a long time, Tim and Dick were kind of kept apart. They were very close in the 90s and the 2000s, and then after Tim stopped being Robin, when he was Red Robin, there, there's like a distance that's there, and it kind of gets repaired and then the new 52 happens and then that distance is even wider because Scott Lobdell decided he wanted to make Tim and Jason really close and then Tim is off page for a while and Dick is a fucking super spy for a while and for a while whenever they want Tim, they want Dick to be big brother to somebody it's Damien and so not just seeing Dick and Tim hang out and talk like brothers again, but them doing things they used to do,
1: I think is awesome. Yeah, it's um, it, it's the kind of characterization that I really hope happens for the other Bat-Kids in the future. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to see like Jason get something to, to this level with like a good team behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Damien has kind of gotten it uh, Damien yeah. is kind of in an, an okay spot but um, I'd love for
0: Duke to really finally get cause like he's had like a oh, minis God. but like there's never been a like defining Duke run and I think
1: does Duke show up in this Nightwing run like past like what I I've read?
0: think that he I feel like he does for like a panel um I know that he gets a. I know that he like one of the texts that they send, like in the group chat. You see the Duke is in there too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but like I would love for like there to be like a Duke. Honestly, I think like a Tim and Duke focused book like would be great.
1: I think. Or there, Duke and Cass. Or Duke
0: and Cass, like a Duke. Honestly, I'm just describing that Detective Comics run from a few years ago. I realize. But like a focus on Duke, Tim, Stephanie, and Cass. Like
1: yeah, that, 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 that would cool. be
0: good. That would be good. Even if you like anthology it, and so like well, this issue is, like this issue is Tim and Cass. This issue is Duke and Steph. This issue is Steph and Cass. This issue is Duke and Tim. Like rotating them, solving stuff like a like a s- serialized kind of thing with them. I think would be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but I would like to thank all of you for listening to us for these last couple hours. I would like to thank you, Manny, for hanging out.
1: Oh yeah, thanks. I'm glad that uh, you had me on here to read Nightwing. Finally, like, like I, I knew it was, I knew it was gonna happen eventually. But I'm glad that that this that was, was this. the one. It was after because, I read this, I
0: said I need to have Manny on to read
1: this. Yeah, one. it, it's, and uh, it, it's, it's a. You know, not not to repeat the same thing, but fantastic. Like yeah. read it and uh, love it, and tell you become a Jehovah's Witness about this run of Nightwing. Tell because the America. more people who love it, the more they will keep on keeping on with it. Yeah.
0: Also, go read the issue of World's Finest that shows Night that shows Robin and Supergirl going on the worst date ever. <laughs> this motherfucker shows up in his costume. The old one, the Robinson, the one with no pants.
1: (laughs) Motherfucker showing up in his drawers (laughs) to hang out with Kara. Good Lord.
0: They go to like a nice restaurant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't get cash
0: because he's an idiot.
1: Uh, Yeah, that sounds like him.
0: uh, You can follow the show on Twitter at MCMF pod. I'm not calling it by that other stupid name. Uh, you can follow me at Archer Arios, A R X H E R A R I O S. The X is a C. Don't make me explain it as though I had to to my father the other day. Uh, nice. <laughs> you can follow Manny at, is it still All Star Batmany?
1: It's still All Star Batmany.
0: All right. And uh, like always, uh, please rate the show, review the show. Uh, it helps us out. Um, and thank you again. Uh, Until next time, y'all, take care.
1: Peace.